0: To Famicast 16, I am JC, and I am joined as ever by Mr. Danny
1: Billins. Hello,
0: and Dan Hoovenman.
1: Hello, jerks.
0: And Minoru. Hello. Yeah, we've got a regular crew going here. I like it. I like it. So um, obviously, this is your TGS 2012 spectacular, uh, so to speak. uh, TGS is right around the corner oh, well, uh, as the time of recording it's, It hasn't happened yet This is going to be a two-parter So the first part is new business And uh, we're going to cram in a little bit of news And life in Japan And then, through the magic of editing We'll go to after TGS Which hasn't even happened yet Which is kind of weird to say But there you go um, So uh, let's get started with some new business Okay, so Dan, why do you start this off and to make it a little bit different, I thought 'd introduce a new little feature here what i 'd like you to do is tell me the last uh, the last ten people that you street passed, what were they playing and then go ahead and tell me what you were playing after that
1: okay so the ten people that last street passed is from my European 3 ds and is still back from gamescom since i didn 't have any opportunity since the, to meet people with a 3ds so um, first we have Mike from Germany. He was playing *Tear* in *Final Fantasy*. Then we have Soul Doubt from Belgium. He was playing the *Mario and Sonic Virtual Card* album. I d- don't know why, really. Um, <laughs> I know Mike- that
0: one. My, when I told you about my little cousins, you know that was the thing yeah. that they were really into. Yeah, I know what that
1: is. Cool. Yeah, you can get all the big cards really quick by just using play coins. So. Right, right. right. Um, Matisse from Germany was playing New Super Mario Bros. 2. Unsurprisingly enough, um, Imnaka from the UK was use, was playing Harvest Moon and Tale of Two Towns. Um, Juice from the UK was playing Trip World on the Virtual Console. Um, then I met a guy who called himself Chiboko who played Culture Bit. Um, then there was a guy called Dre who played uh, Sonic Generations. Um, another guy, both were from Germany, this, this is a guy called Jewel, he was playing Photo Dojo on DSiWare. Photo um, oh, Dojo, Blast Yeah. Tammy uh, from Switzerland was playing Mario Party DS, which is a fun multiplayer title still. Um, supports 4 player download play, so all the good for it. Um, and then finally is Nico from France, who was playing Pokemon Heart Gold. Cool,
0: you got a whole collection of Europeans there.
1: Yep, and a Japanese guy.
0: Nice. Cool, so what are you been playing, Don?
1: Um, so, there hasn't been out much retail-wise, so mostly I've been playing, like, um, eShop stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, most More recently, I've been playing, like, uh, Club Nintendo Picquas, which is an exclusive uh, downloadable title if you pay 80 points on Club Nintendo for a download code. And what it is, it's basically Picquas E, uh, but instead of the regular puzzles, it has um, various Mario themed puzzles as well as like a few Animal Crossing ones. Huh, cool. And so you start with the regular lineup as you would with the first Picquas E. So you first have some introductory puzzles, then you go from 10 To 10 by 10, then uh, 15 by 15, and then you wrap it up to a massive one by 85 by 85.
0: Jesus. I've never actually played a 2D Picross game. I've only ever played Picross 3D.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, if you have a Club Nintendo account and a point to spare, I suggest you pick this one up. Um,
0: 80 coins, right?
1: 80 points, yeah. Um, It has around 90 puzzles. So for free, for freebie it's a good value. Nice. Um so I've been putting a few hours into that. It's actually um,
0: called Club Nintendo Picross, right? That's what the the app is called, the game is called. Right? Um
1: the the previous two Picross E and Picross E2 are actually not published by Nintendo, those are published by the guys who invented Um Picross by Jupiter. <laughs> um they also also published themselves here in Europe, which is surprising. Um, but uh, Club Nintendo was is indeed published by them and Nintendo and it is a Club Nintendo freebie. Nice. So th- it's something you can get into if you have a Japanese 3DS and account, an, an account and the way to uh, um, cash in those points. Um, secondly, I've been playing another Arquise System games. I uh, know, it, it, they ain't they're getting the toll out of me. Um, <laughs> I've been playing Hungry Burger, which is their newest endeavor on the eShop download system.
0: Has oh this got anything to do with Burger Time Deluxe?
1: Absolutely not.
0: Okay, just
1: checking. <laughs> um, well, yes and no. C- you make. Um, various burgers and the ingredients fall from the sky (laughs) and you have to land them on a plate and you have to include like certain ingredients to complete a certain burger and then you get a a giant stack of um, ingredients which you have to keep in balance and then put the the other half of the bun up the top Um, So it's just like real life
0: (laughs) That's how I
2: make burgers anyway (laughs)
1: But uh, it's it's kind of ridiculous, they have this, um, if you do it right for a little while, they have this hyper time where nothing falls off and you have to like collect as much ingredients within like 10 seconds without any punishment. Um, so it is a weird little game, it's only like controlled with the control stick and that's it, it's all about your balance. And then you have a level for 60 seconds and you go back and go to the next one. So it's very quick action. It's also very easy to fail if you like if the ingredients fall off long, once or twice you're losing tons of time. So it's better then to start off all from the right from the beginning instead of making it work at the very last second.
0: Just to confirm, this is a 3DS eShop game right? Not a DS. Yeah. Though. Yeah,
1: it's 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 a uh, 300 yen.
0: Okay. So you haven't been punished too much by your new Captain E-Shop status of
1: buying crap. <laughs> it, 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 it isn't really crap. It's more like <laughs> the fact that <laughs> they're using all the same music again from, like, the other Archive System games. Like, they're using the same music that you hear in those Raku or Family games. Oh, God. Okay. Even even like the title screen on the on the 3ds, it's like the exact same opening music for fam for the family games. <laughs>
0: oh, I remember there was like a Wii publisher that did that, like the horrible publisher that made things like Ninja Bread Man or something like that. Like all of their games would have the same menus and the same music. <laughs> it,
1: it it's it's like it's like that, but half decent.
0: Sorry to bring Ninja Bread Man up, by the way. Yeah, That's yeah, it's a okay. Horrible thing the, to the, say. the the
1: the, ge- the game itself is fine. The music itself becomes irritating now. Like, I don't want to buy a single Arquire system games again that has that music.
0: Yeah, they should take a page out of Nintendo's book and do all new music with every new Super Mario Bros. game. Am I right? Well, they oh. did it. Boom. Well, the thing is, they did Ooh. it with
1: the with the DS and the Wii one. They never did it with New Super Mario Brothers 2. They're doing it again with the Wii U one. So yeah,
0: hey. are yeah, better. You can only copy and paste so many times.
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: So those were like the two, the two little bits I've played, and then the the big one is um, Width Hunter Harmonite.
0: Um, yeah, that's the big one, right? We'll, yeah, we all yeah. played the demo last episode, right? So uh, you've downloaded the full thing pretty much the day it came out
1: yeah um so for me that was three o'clock in the morning on wednesday i was like <laughs> i want to download this this game so i did That's, and
0: it's uh, quite a hefty hefty price isn't it for an e job game yeah
1: 18 bucks or uh, 1800
0: yen yikes so is it worth it
1: <laughs> yes and no um okay. it, it's kind of a twofold uh the game itself is definitely worth the, ex- the worth the experience and the price because um, it's it's insanely fun to play. It's insanely addictive. Um, you can go back for your score and all that good stuff. Um, however, if you're going for the main campaign itself and you're not really caring about any like score tag stuff, um, you'll be done within five hours.
0: Well, that's not too bad, I guess.
3: Oh, for 1,800 yen.
1: <laughs> for 1,800 yen, it's like... That's a bit ha- bit arrogant?
0: Yeah, that's true. That's true.
1: Because uh, you have games on... I, I'm pretty sure that this game will come out in, in the West. I have no doubt about it. But if you ha- look at games that are currently out on both the Japanese and the European eShop, like in Japan you have like... Um, Dempaningen or you have on, in Europe and America, you have game, games like Mutant Muds or Mighty Switch Force. Those are less money, but more value. I think I put into the original Dempaningen around around 20 hours. And that was a 700 yen download. And with Mutant Muds, I put like 8 hours into it, and that was like 8 bucks. So... It's it's very easy to complain about the price because it is just insanely much for what they're offering. I mean, I can see why the file size is big because it's also like almost as big as New Super Mario Bros. Two. Um, because the backgrounds are very well animated and and the music is very high quality, so I can definitely see that. Um, but it's a it's a tough pill to swallow. Um and also another problem I have is that um the, the one the first two to the seventh world have a very stable like difficulty curve. There's absolutely no, no problem with that. Then you had to like the final bonus world which you get after completing everything and collecting everything. And oh, I think they Oh, is this the Pokemon one? No, those are just bonus levels
0: so video so there that. are That's
1: awesome. there are five bonus levels and there is a special bonus world for collecting everything the five bonus levels you collect by completing one of the five main worlds hmm. there are also a few like little worlds sprinkled in between but by completing one of these extra big worlds you get like a special pokemon level hmm. um but when you go to the bonus world which you do by doing Everything that that game has to offer, and I mean everything, it yeah. um, the bonus levels in that are insanely difficult, and in some points I think they are a bit unbalanced and mean. <laughs> um, especially the final level of that entire segment. A uh, segment I still haven't finished because it's a very, it's it's a very juvenile level um, with enemy placement that I don't really appreciate and even with collecting like eight hearts which which you can get up to if you uh, go back to certain levels and collect those hearts and then keep them in reserve even with eight hearts for me it's unable to finish and i had problem with the last level before like the one the one before last level i i had uh, like also a lot of tr- troubles with that so um I think clearly, like the final bonus, well, they weren't all out for that, but made it unbalanced in the process. Well, the rest of the game has this very curvy and well-designed um, difficulty curve. So that's all. That are the two main issues I have about the game. The rest of the game is pretty much solid, um, but it's it's easy to recommend, but it. But at, at the same time it isn't So again it, it remains a twofold for me I like it but I can't really recommend it For like 1800 yen
0: hmm. Well they might do one of those You know 10% off weekends Or whatever weekend deals and, uh, Actually have they done that in Japan yet?
3: Yeah they, ha- they have, have done that right? yeah. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. I remember Sakura, Sakura Samurai Was like you know Down to like 600 yen or something right? Yeah, yep. Yeah they had some pretty so good deals have, Earlier in
3: the yeah. summer that's right
0: if they did, was it ten percent? I think.
3: It was, I think it was something like that. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So if if they take ten percent off that, yeah, like, I could see that being more tempting for more people. But one thousand eight hundred, yeah, that's pushing the boundaries of a <laughs> of an e shop game. Isn't it? <laughs> if, like you said, only five hours of main play.
1: Yeah. I I mean, again, it's worth experiencing, but I can't say for how much, um, because in my mind. I had a good time with it, but I just think that 8300 is a bit too arrogant. Hmm. Um, even if you put like the Game Freak sample on it, and really considering that their last few original games, like Pulseman and Drill Dozer, didn't sell all too well, you would think that they would keep the cost down. Um, but they didn't, which um, kind of disappoints me.
0: So, Danny, you must have been playing this game as well right it's a it's a rhythm action game come on yeah i played a
3: little bit i haven't played nearly as much as don maybe only for like an hour or so so um yeah i'm not very far okay (laughs) you don't want to talk about it. i don't really have much to say i mean (laughs) other than yeah I, i kind of agree with what little bit i've played i mean 1800 does seem a bit steep for what it is i mean it's really well put together and it's it's fun but God, it's a little expensive. And then just knowing that I don't have really too much more time left with it, it isn't really encouraging.
0: I mean, if you do a straight conversion, this is like over $20, right?
3: Yeah, base, pretty much. So yeah.
0: I, I can't imagine this being $20 no, no. On, the, on the American East. No, I, I would
3: program, so. guess they'd probably kick it down to like maybe 15 or something. Because that seems a little bit more yeah. not out of like your psychological barrier of right. like a downloadable the, the title. Top-
1: uh, I Wear think if it, it would ever come to Europe, it would be a bigger problem because I don't know if you agree, J- James. But Europeans are very reluctant on price.
0: Yeah, I mean the top things you see in WiiWare they're like one thousand five hundred points, right? The, yeah, that's the top. I, I don't think there are many or any WiiWare games that are over that price. But, uh, no. but again, they're all less than forty megabytes, <laughs> so <laughs> <laughs> probably they shouldn't be more than that. But yeah, it'd be interesting. Has this been confirmed, right? Like hundred percent confirmed for the West? No.
1: Um, not no. really. But uh, if if it comes to the West, I I just can't imagine them like saying gamers paying twenty bucks for it. I can't see them paying twenty euros to go to the eShop and download this very big game that actually just offers five hours of content.
0: Yeah, well, if, especially if they've just bought New Super Mario Brothers. Two and feel ripped off spending 40 euros on it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, or 50. Some stores sell at even for 50. God.
0: Jesus Christ. Okay, so, uh, so Danny, what have you been playing then? If uh, You haven't been playing much of Harmonite.
3: <laughs> yeah, well, actually for the past couple of weeks I've been actually a little bit busy, but what little bit I have been playing have been divided up between two games, but I'm going to talk about mainly one of those here. Uh, that's Kirby's Epic Yarn. Um, I. Uh. Yeah, my backlog. Uh, We have an ongoing segment right now on the site. Uh, I talked about it previously, the great pre U backlog saga. It's probably not on the top, you know, with the TSIs, like those little pictures and stuff on the front page, because it's got pushed back due to all sorts of crazy stuff happening. But at any rate, I'm I'm still trying to knock out, you know, a majority of my backlog from there. And that that was the next thing on my list. And, um, you know, I've been hearing about this game for like the past couple of years, you know, since it came out and I've wanted to buy it and I found it for cheap. I think I bought it off of Andy Gergen for like ridiculously cheap. (laughs) Like probably less than like 20 bucks shipped here to Japan. Thanks, Andy. Yeah, thanks. I'm selling it for 30. (laughs) No. (laughs) Um, No, but I've been really enjoying it quite a bit. It's uh, the style is great and you know, it's just a lot of fun. Sometimes it does feel a little bit too easy and that can be a little bit annoying sometimes, but I mean, it is kind of good because then I don't have to really worry about getting frustrated like I maybe I would with some other games, like maybe, you know, Rhythm Hunter or something. <laughs> mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, there's really not much for me to say. I've only beat like the first three or four worlds, so I'm not oh, like, okay. yeah, I'm not like super far, but...
0: uh. Well, I'm only a little bit further than you. Um, okay. And uh, yeah, yeah. Similar thing, yeah. Very, it's a very cute game. Oh, definitely. And, uh, the look, the look of it, you gotta look, you gotta love the look. Of oh, it yeah,
3: definitely. Like the, uh, and uh, the stitching, yeah. Thing. What I really like is you know, the segments whenever you're like maybe some kind of like a vehicle or something like that, those are always like a ton of fun. Um, right. clearly for me, it's that's like the best part of the game that I played. You know, those little segments, it's just always kind of exciting to change into something that's not Kirby and just do something crazy. So, um Other than that, I've actually been playing one other game. It's definitely not on a Nintendo system. Um, So I'm not going to talk a ton about it because it's Madden NFL 13. And if you're listening to a Japan Nintendo related podcast, this is probably the last thing you want to hear somebody talk about
0: yeah i've already turned it off Daniel. yeah oh <laughs> <laughs>
3: no so i've just been european football for the win oh god so i've been playing a bit of that like they have like a really cool like career mode it's kind of like an rpg thing it's called connected careers and uh it's really fun having a lot of fun with that creating my guy you could even like basically take a picture of your face and put it into the game which is kind of cool how, how do you do that you Basically, what you do, you take the picture, and then you go to EA's like a special website for this. And there are a number of, number of different games that support this feature. I think FIFA is one of them. Like Tiger Woods.
1: No, oh, no, FIFA. no, 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 FIFA doesn't do that. I it's, think Tiger Woods does. It said it on
3: their site. So I mean. Oh really? Yeah, okay. I, I'm pretty sure. Then they had a soccer player that you could like, you know, do it onto. What's soccer? <laughs> hey. <laughs> um. So yeah, that's kind of a really cool feature. Something that i had been dreaming about since perfect dark and (laughs) game boy camera yeah oh god that would have been terrible now that you really think about it but um yeah so i mean it's really cool (laughs) and i was
0: the game boy camera for like face facial recognition your face ends up looking like a barcode
3: (laughs) (laughs) yeah it probably would have been pretty terrible but um yeah i was really surprised how well like my face turned out on this it looked exactly like me and um, so, yeah, it was kind of frightening because I'm like, hey, that's me in this game, like doing stuff. So,
0: so with the Wii U version, they could just do that with the gamepad? I, I don't.
3: See, well, I mean, the thing is that they want you to be taking like certain uh, quality of pictures. It has to be like certain resolutions for it to work. Okay. Um, So they're, they're really, they're not, which is good because then you're not going to have a barcode for a face unless you <laughs> literally take a picture of a barcode.
1: <laughs> so, i i don't see why you would want to buy madden for wii u because it, from what i heard it seems like a lesser version than the hd ones yeah
3: and i'm not <laughs> because i already have it on the 360 well
0: neil seems pretty high on it um you know he says they don't have the um, what is it the uh this the special like physics system i've forgotten the name oh of it, really they don't have that in the Wii U version, but you know they've got all the other features that you would want, like drawing on the gamepad. Well,
1: that's pretty. Uh, that's not good though, because for a sport, for a sports game, you want to have that physics system. Yeah,
3: this new physics engine actually is really good. Because, uh, God, here we go. Keep on talking about American football. That's fine. Um,
0: <laughs> I've started the countdown, Danny.
3: But this is a
1: thing for sports in general. Yeah. If, if a game is surrounding a new physics system and you don't have a new version that doesn't make it a good new version of a sporting game I would
3: totally agree with this because one thing that Mad- Madden has done over the years is with like tackle animations and stuff like that I mean that's just what they are they're animations they're predetermined and stuff like that and with this new physics engine I mean there probably is some kind of a degree to predetermination but <laughs> that's,
0: your, that's your buzzer Danny yeah but the, the Madden Buzzer has gone. Anyway, it's it's a really
3: good engine. It's a really good engine and I really enjoy it. Yeah. Okay. I love American football so, the end.
0: The end. Ever. <laughs> That's the last time it will ever be mentioned. On
3: the
1: show.
0: Until next year. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it will be mentioned every single month from now on.
0: Noru.
4: Okay. Um,
0: you you're like kind of stealthily hiding in the background, don't you? And then pouncing with your new business when uh-huh. called upon.
5: Uh-huh. So. Well, uh, <laughs> first, uh, shall I talk about uh, the games that search uh, bus people are playing?
0: Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Oh, Danny, you didn't tell us what. Uh, yours were you didn't prompt
3: me <laughs>
0: hey danny what are the people that you've street passed what are they playing
3: um well first of all everyone that i street pass is from saitama big surprise <laughs>
0: from your town <laughs> probably from your street
3: yeah for like the past two weeks one street okay, pass. okay. anyways um hayato from saitama has been playing new super mario you don't Bros.
0: need to say their names just just tell, say their
3: i name. did oh, fine. i did come on okay um well we have a couple guys actually playing new super mario brothers 2 um Another guy is playing Dragon Quest uh, Monsters, Dragon Quest Monsters: Terrorist Wonderland 3D. Uh, we got Biohazard Revelations. Somebody's doing the eShop Pokemon Black 2, and 10 Dogs plus Cats, Taiko Drum Master, and the latest Bravely Default demo. Huh. Interesting. And then one guy who had a weird mystery picture that I wasn't paying attention to when I was actually going through the text, and then I can't. <laughs> click on him and find out more information about the game. <laughs> but
0: That's weird, yeah. So, well, some games don't seem to have that data, do they? they just got the icon for whatever reason. There you go. Okay, so Minoru, uh, why do you tell us uh, your StreetPass people? Okay,
5: uh, the first guy uh, played New Super Mario Bros. 2, and and uh, three guys played Monster Hunter 3, uh, Tri-G, <laughs> and... There's a guy uh, who played um, Dragon Quest ten Switch Pass application nice uh, and there are two uh, girls who played a new love plus
2: mm.
5: yeah and Go. yes and, <laughs> and 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 their message are uh, were identical so i guess uh, maybe one there was a girl who was uh, uh who had uh, two systems at the same time? <laughs> that is mental. Yeah. Well,
1: that's that's possible with the 3DS XL and a regular 3D. Mm-hmm,
5: yeah. And actually, uh, I I did so once.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah. I was
0: going to say, Minori, you have two 3DSs now, don't you? And you do double street passes.
1: Yes. That that's, that's love plus reminds me of something. Ah, uh, yeah. Konami, st- Konami still hasn't released like the patches for that game, right? They I just read something today they're releasing something,
3: some kind of patch Ye- or something. Yes. The pervert patch?
1: The, they, they, they announced like two patches because that game, the game, the, the current version of Plus, Love Plus is glitched as hell. Yeah. So uh, they said, we're gonna do two separate patches, guys, because we fucked up twice. <laughs> and uh, they still haven't released one, so there you go.
5: I think if I remember correctly they released uh, the second one today.
3: Yes. I'm looking at it right now. Okay. Well, okay. insidegames.jp. But yes, the patch? Yes. Information oh. about the patch, not actually the patch itself. <laughs> <laughs>
0: With the headline "Attention Perverts,"
3: <laughs> that's what drew me in. <laughs> the
0: patch is coming.
3: Yeah,
5: that's <laughs> that's where Danny has it on his RSS. Okay, okay. sorry, man. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> sorry. Guys. Okay, and uh, there's a guy who played Swap Note and uh, Samurai Warriors Chronicles Second. And uh, the last, damn it, I still want that game. Yeah, and the last one played eShop, but actually it's my another 3DS. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> Minoru past Minoru.
5: Yeah.
3: Best friends.
0: So you've been playing on the eShop? Is yeah. That your new business? Yes.
5: <laughs> I downloaded a Japan-exclusive 3DS virtual console title, Kaeru no Tame ni Kanewa Naru, uh, which I will translate as For the Frogs, the Bear Toads. I have a
0: feeling somebody made fun of that on RFN or something
5: Yeah, right Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah yeah. Well, here you go Exclusive (laughs) On the Fermicast.
2: Yes
5: And uh, it's an RPG developed by Nintendo and Intelligent Systems And it was originally released in 1992 for Game Boy And actually, I've heard many good things about it So I got it And uh, I have lots of things to talk about it uh, First, uh, in this game, you control the prince of uh, Sablé Kingdom, and you have an old friend slash rival, the prince of Castor Kingdom. There's another kingdom, Millefiori Kingdom, which is invaded by a kind of Satan at the beginning of the game.
0: Millefiori.
5: Yeah, Millefiori. Yes.
0: The uh, the layered cake.
5: Yes, and as a matter of course, uh, Princess Tiramisu was captured.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I can see where this is going. Yeah, and
5: she's of course very beautiful. So the two princes start to rescue her in competition, and the story starts like that. Uh, You know, uh, many names come from sweets. So I named it uh, the Prince of Sablé Kingdom, the protagonist, uh, Princess Macaroon. Yeah. <laughs> I fu- I s- uh,
0: sab- sablé is um, like, it's French for
5: a biscuit. Like, ball,
2: yeah, oh, exactly. a cookie,
5: I guess. Yes, it's popular in Japan. Uh, sablé. Yeah. And I soon found... you this- will get it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I soon found this name... Um, Princess Macaroon uh, fits really well, as he was predetermined. <laughs> and uh, since he's a prince, he's very rich. And I guess this is the only video game ever in which your money is maxed out, like 99999 from the beginning, huh, because he's a prince. <laughs> and right, right, yeah. yeah, and he often tries to settle, pro- settle problems with money. And unlike old-fashioned JRPGs, the protagonist is very, very talkative, and everyone knows he's a prince, so he behaves as a prince. And many people try to get some money from him. <laughs> yeah, and as you may have noticed, uh, the atmosphere is not so serious, but pretty light and comical. Yeah, for example, you will go to a toy company named Nintendo. <laughs> to get an item called power gloves.
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like Which break immediately. It seems
5: to <laughs> yeah, actually it doesn't. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but anyway, uh you will find tons of references and parodies if you lived in Japan back then. Yeah, for instance, you will see a guy saying like I'm an advertising copywriter, but now I'm into digging up buried gold treasure. Um, do you guys happen to know who was referred to here? No, I got n- I got nothing.
1: <laughs> no no idea. idea.
5: No. Okay. Uh it's Shigesato Itoi, the creator of Earthbound series.
1: Huh. Yeah.
5: Huh. Yeah. Back then, he was really into digging up um buried gold of the Tokugawa family, and <laughs> that yeah, <laughs> <What>? it's true. <laughs> He's a gold digger, but like you know, they actual literally. Meaning of-
0: He's a
1: gold dig.
5: Yeah, and he dug a ridiculously huge hollow in Japan. (laughs) So, yeah, and uh, there seems to be a fan translation of this game. Yes. Um, But, yeah, but I wonder how these cultural things were treated.
3: (laughs) Who knows? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, sometimes there's no way. I mean, if they do it like a literal translation, how you have to know about Japanese culture for that. So it's Uh yeah, hard to do.
0: And also to do a, a cultural reference from the West from that time uh-huh. quite hard as well, wouldn't it? If yeah. You know, if you did it in, you know, 2012. Yeah. Yeah. And <laughs> kind I of think back to the 90s, you know, you'd have to put like Fresh Prince of Bel-Air <laughs> references in or something. Yeah.
3: I actually, you know, like in the, what, 90s, 80s, stuff like that, you know, Crayon Chin-Chan, um, they brought that to America like about six years ago. No but. Way. In English, I mean, they obviously if they didn't change like some of the cultural references, then who the hell is going to understand Japanese pop culture from like you know the early '90s? No one. So you know they changed it around, but that's like you know a legitimately released you know product. But for a fan translation, it, who knows? You know that's I guess what I'm getting at. But hmm. the the the, the, fun, the funny part is that Shinchan is was also released
1: over here. Oh really? I yeah. hate cranes. Oh, I like it. I think so
3: it's hilarious. Much.
0: Oh, it's the animation that hurts my eyes. But but
1: this kind of referential humor that's found in this game um, is found in in other games that Intelligent Systems made. I think a good example of that later on is with the Paper Mario series. <laughs> Especially with the, with the later games. And I think that um, also even the Western translators of that have really fun with, with just making up this referential humor in, in the Mario game. <laughs>
5: Mm, cool, yeah. Uh, by the way, uh, one of the features that makes this game unique is uh, metamorphosis mechanics. Mm. Yeah, after a couple of hours, you get an ability to metamorphose yourself into different forms, and each form has different abilities. Of course, in one form, you can jump higher, communicate with a certain type of a character, and invincible to enemies of a certain type. While in another form, you can communicate with other characters, and you are mostly great at combat. But in yet another form, you can make a block from an enemy, and the block can be used to make your way through dungeons, etc. So, uh, like this, uh, each form differs in platforming, combat, and communication abilities. And this metamorphosis mechanics is also essential to the story, as well as gameplay. And gameplay-wise, it's an idiosyncratic mixture of platforming, puzzle-solving, and uh, JRPG, especially a series of fetch quests. And each of them is pretty simple in itself, but combined with the metamorphosis mechanics, uh, they make this game special. I saw this game is categorized in action RPG, but aside from platforming, the battle is not at all action-y because it's automatic. Uh, Like, uh, when you touch an enemy, a battle starts automatically, and in every automatic turn, both you and the enemy take some damage, and the amount of damage is completely determined by their status and your weapon, armor, etc. Uh, So this battle system makes uh, the game very fast-paced, and at the same time, Uh, It sometimes adds some puzzle elements together with the metamorphosis mechanics. Mm, I mean, uh, you sometimes need to think carefully about uh, when you change yourself into what form to make your way through a destination. Like, from here to this place, I'm gonna go in a certain form and beat these enemies. And next, I'm gonna change into another form to jump over the wall, and so on. And there are also several puzzles like making and pushing blocks uh, to make your way. Hmm. And so, since the battle is automatic, if you fight against enemies in the wrong form, uh, you lose pretty easily. Hmm. And you have to restart from the hospital of a recent town and waste quite a long time in some cases. Yeah, in this respect, and this game is old-fashioned and very brutal. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You can go through many situations only in a single correct way; otherwise, you'll be just screwed. Jesus, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And also, uh, what's worse, if you haven't missed a single power-up item, the, you have no chance to beat the to beat the next boss because the battle is automatic. Huh. Yeah, the bosses. yeah, and there, oh. yeah, there are also one-hit kill spikes in dungeons, oh. yeah, like in Castlevania. Oh. Although, yeah, platforming is very simple, yeah, but it.
0: So, Minoru, is this based on the Link's Awakening engine?
5: Yes. Yeah. So,
0: when when you say like side scroll, um, like platforming ones, it's similar to like Link's Awakening, right? They had the side side view uh, platforming bits as well
5: a right. Right? Uh, good point uh, in dungeons it's side uh, side view platformer okay. mm, yeah but most yeah. most of the time you control the character in a top view field like uh, just like, like link's, Awakening. links Awakening.
0: it does look very similar yeah Danny's probably flashing up a screenshot of it now on the if you look on your iPod now so you can see how much it looks like uh
5: the Game Boy. Yeah. Yeah, seemingly they developed this game using uh that engine. Yeah. And actually uh, one of the characters and soundtracks of this game make cameo appearances in Link's Awakening.
3: Nice.
5: <laughs> yeah, so well, Link's
0: Awakening already has plenty of cameo appearances.
3: Yeah. So it's, it's funny. And it's it's interesting to know. too. I mean Yes, I mean, there are so many simulators between this and, you know, Link's Awakening. But, I mean, this is before, this came out well before, well, at least a couple of years before Link's Awakening. Yes, so, yes. Yeah, I thought that was really interesting to find out. And I think, like, I was looking on the Wikipedia page, uh, like, maybe, like, somebody like the producer or something was maybe the same or something like that. Or, I don't know. I mean, there were some, like, similar faces that were working, you know, with, like, the same two games. And so that was pretty interesting. I thought.
5: Yeah. So uh, it uh, looks like uh, *Links Awakening*, but unlike it, uh, you have little room to explore the world uh, because this game is very linear. Um, but at the same, uh, but but at the expense of open world exploration, uh, it puts greater emphasis on story. And uh, the story was written by Yoshio Sakamoto, uh, the director of WarioWare series Mm -hmm. and the recent Metroid games. And actually, uh, there's an impressive moment that strongly reminded me of Zero Mission. Uh, I don't want to spoil it here, (laughs) Uh, but uh, I think the story and the writing are generally pretty good. Although, from time to time, like Metroid as a M, I just saw cutscenes and I wished I could actively participate. <laughs> yeah, even in the slightest way, like, <laughs> it just move the prince. Yeah, But aside from this problem, uh, storytelling is very good. And um, it has quite a surprise ending. Yeah, As far as I know, um, this is the most surprising ending next to, to um, Ghost Trick. And here's the point, uh, just like Ghost Trick, mm, gameplay, especially the metamorphosis mechanics is closely interrelated to the entire story, and of course, I don't want to spoil it here, uh, but, huh. yeah, but I so, think, mm, Minoru, if you <laughs>
0: have to give it a score, if you were reviewing it for a mm. Nintendo World report, uh-huh. what would you give it?
5: Mm, I will give it mm, 8 or uh, 8.5. Nice.
0: Yeah, But uh, not really recommended for someone who can't speak or read Japanese. Mm,
5: yes. Uh, uh, so. No, no, no. no, no. Uh, I can't rec- recommend it. <laughs>
3: yeah. yeah. I uh-huh. mean, if if you can read hiragana and maybe some easy kanji, then mm-hmm. it's not so bad. But if you have no idea even what the hell hiragana or katakana is, then you're not going <laughs> to have a chance of being able to read. Well, who, yeah. who
0: would import yeah, Japanese exactly. 3DS if they couldn't? read any Japanese. You
3: never way. know. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, I
5: guess. Yeah.
1: There there are enough people who do who can't speak Japanese at all.
5: Yeah. Well, aside from uh, cultural references, uh, the Japanese uh, in this game are pretty easy. <laughs> yeah.
2: Okay.
5: Okay. okay. Cool. Yeah. That sounds awesome. Yeah. So, yeah. So, um, and, uh, I think uh, this interrelationship uh, between the gameplay and And the story is why this game is memorable to many Japanese gamers. (laughs) So, if it's released uh, and translated uh, in the West, I would recommend it even if you are not a JRPG fan. Cool. Awesome.
0: wrap up the new business um, I don't really have much to say but uh, <laughs> I've got a little story to tell uh, which could be interesting um, so I, I've been mostly playing the, uh, the well first of all I finished New Super Mario Bros 2 I got the five, the five shiny stars so t- completely done with the single player game um, so now it's just heading towards the million coin goal which I uh, is made more fun with the coin rush mode you know i've said before that i like that mode and it's a it's an awesome street pass game um even if the the million coin total doesn't get you anything it's you know it's something to head for and it's something to you know have a quick go of the game every day or whatever and uh, so using the street pass street passes that i get um just Completing those and then you know getting the coins, even win or lose, you still get the coins, so you don't feel like you're wasting your time. You know, um, going through the three levels, and uh, I've noticed that people are getting better now. Um, I think, like I said, the first week or so, people were just getting one 2, three thousand coins, but now I'm successfully passing fifteen thousand, twenty thousand, even thirty thousand um, quite regularly now. So, which is good for me because I get their coins. <laughs> um, my best is is still uh, twenty thousand, a little bit over twenty thousand. Wow! Um, but uh, I'd like to get thirty thousand on, if possible. On, I think I've I can probably do it, but I just haven't got around to it. Um. Oh, before I go on, <laughs> the last ten people I sleep past. Yes. Uh, here we go. Uh so first one, Pokemon AR Searcher, Uh Tetris on the Game Boy. Sw- uh Swapnote. Etrian Odyssey four. Uh the Club Nintendo Picross that Don just talked about. There you go. Uh cool little Mario icon, right? Like a pixel Mario icon. Uh The Samu- music the
1: music is also very different from the other Picross games. It's very Nintendo esque.
0: Cool. Uh, Samurai Chronicles 2nd. Oh, second. I
1: still, I still want that gun.
0: Uh, Oni Training. Hmm. Uh, Inazuma 11 Go Dark version. I think there's two versions yeah. of the game, like Dark and Light. Right? Yeah.
3: Dark and uh, Shine? Yeah. <laughs> shine. Oh, <dark> shine. <laughs> shine get. <laughs> uh,
0: Nintendo Video app. Uh, then Pokemon White 2. Twice. <laughs> <laughs> mm. Which is kind of strange. And uh, there you go. Uh, oh, talking about Nintendo Video, because obviously we don't have StreetPass TV anymore. SpotPass TV. SpotPass TV. Yeah. Um, but Nintendo Video's got some cool... Uh, th- we've we got the Shaun the Sheep animations that Europe have had for ages. And they've yep. started doing them in Japan now.
3: I haven't been watching oh. Nintendo Video in protest, so... <laughs>
0: Dude, it's so much better hey, than anything. Hey, you time.
3: suck. You all suck. And oh,
0: actually,
1: I, I I can't watch any of it. So how do I suck? You just suck anyway. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Oh. <laughs> hey,
0: Danny, do you remember that what the magicians were called on that magic show? Napoleon's Napoleon's. TV. This. It's
3: like, oh god, you guys are. Dude, amazing.
0: they're on Japanese TV like every other day. Or what? Maybe that? Maybe they, maybe yeah, they, they got really
3: popular from Nintendo 3DS.
0: Exactly. God. I, I, I was watching TV with my wife, and they kept, there was like this um oh. this show about trying to find out the magician's secrets. Uh-huh. Like, like a bunch of magicians were watching these like young magicians, uh-huh. and like trying to work out their tricks. And Napoleon's were the the judges. They were the ones trying to find out how these guys were doing. Really? Them. And I was thinking, these guys are crap.
3: Yeah. You know? Those guys are just like, I don't know. They're just like so They're cheesy. The worst ever. <laughs> it's just
0: anyway they could catch out all of the tricks so there must be quite- they probably
3: yeah. are it's just they i don't like how they present the stuff they just sound like fucking morons <laughs> yeah
0: yeah they suck anyway uh so yeah mario so yeah i'm i think i'm up to half a million now 500 and something thousand uh so i'll get there in the end um Related to a uh, swap note that I just mentioned just then, um, swap note is an awesome way of making your own leaderboards with your friends. Hmm. If uh, no one's ever thought of doing this before, you send out a swap note uh, and say, you know, write down your your uh, amount, and then get your friends to reply, and then there you go—you just made your own little uh, leaderboard. Ten
3: million, I win.
0: <laughs> yeah, I guess you could lie. <laughs> But you can't really t- you can't take screenshots. Can you take screenshots on a 3DS? No.
3: You c- can in Nintendogs.
0: <laughs> you, can't, uh, you can
3: do You can in certain
1: 3DS games. I think you can do it in Time Travelers. Um, hmm. But you can do it on the system itself.
0: Yeah, it's a shame. Because you've got the notes um, thing, right? Which uh, you can pull up anytime. But anyway, that would have been cool. Then you could have added the photo onto Swap Note. But there you go. You can't do that. You've just got to be truthful. <laughs> hey danny are you gonna get into Swapnote?
3: uh i i Again? i was talking about this on twitter the other day and i thank god for don and oh my god whoever you are somebody else was saying the same thing i was like i deleted Swapnote, and i still have all my shit and then they're like hey dumbass why don't you delete your save file i was like oh
1: no, no yeah. i didn't say that i said delete your extra
3: data you you moron there it is I haven't done that yet, but I'm going to soon. Because you
1: wanted to start a fre- like start yeah, fresh... Yeah,
3: because at first I was like, cool, this is awesome. And I turned it back on, and it was like, yeah, you have like 1,700 messages or something. And it's like, oh, God.
1: Actually, I actually I did that myself, because um, when I transferred all my content over to the 3DS, I realized, from, oh, man, I still have all those unread messages <laughs> on my on my Nintendo box. So I went to my extra data, deleted, and said, yay, I'm now home
3: free. <laughs> Way to go.
0: Okay, so uh onto to my story um so obviously, I think I talked about the uh, this the street pass puzzles video that I did. Um, I updated that video with all the new ones uh, so you can check them out yeah, but there is one puzzle that I was missing, and this puzzle is incredibly hard to get. I mean the McDonald's one was quite painful to get. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you have to hang outside. A- McDonald's for twenty. Minutes I just finished it the it other day, actually.
3: Oh, you yeah, got it. Everything.
0: There you go. Big Mac. It's really cool. But um, the more difficult than that, because you know, there's McDonald's everywhere, right? right. Um, but the there is actually one by Anna, which is uh, All Nippon Airlines, the uh, Japanese uh, airline, and uh, this they have made a puzzle. They did a collaboration with Nintendo. Um, called Ana de Diaz. And uh, what they have is in three airports in Japan, they are distributing a street pass puzzle, but only these three airports. (laughs) So this is only in three airports, only in Japan. (laughs) And you have to go to one of these stations inside the airport. So this is pretty much the hardest street pass puzzle to get in the, the world, puzzle better no be doubt. better be
3: like four pieces big or something otherwise no one's yeah. gonna finish it
0: exactly right so yeah um me and danny were gonna go and seek it out but that didn't work out so i worked something out and i went there with my family <laughs> 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 um obviously it was uh, disguised as a uh, an exciting trip to look at some airplanes with uh, my son because <laughs> he likes looking at, you know, big machines that make loud noises. <laughs> so, um, yeah, we went to the airport. We had a good time. We got some burgers. They got, like, really good burger shop there, recommended. And, yeah, I got the uh, got the puzzle, and um, I'll hopefully be doing a video of this. I took a little few little videos of this, and what they do, Anna have a collaboration with Nintendo and Pokemon.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So several of their... Um, airplanes have covered in like Pokemon. Like there's a Pikachu, like a completely yellow plane with Pikachu on the side. Are the Pokemon
3: like, like alive and walking around the po- like the airplane? Or yeah, I think so. Okay,
0: and they've got yeah, I think they've got maybe three or four proper full-on seven four seven, you know, jumbo jets with covered in Pokemon. <laughs> it's crazy, right? And uh, this this corner of the um the i went to Han- haneda airport which is um in central tokyo um it's a pretty cool airport actually you know when you go into land you, you look like you're about to land in the middle of the skyscraper district it's uh, pretty scary when you're going in <laughs> through the uh, center of tokyo on a plane but anyway um so yeah i went to haneda and they had this um kind of model exhibition of all the planes and like Kids had like drawn their own pictures of the planes and put them up on the wall, and then they had this little uh, base station that you could uh, get the puzzle from. Mm-hmm. And I was surprised to see like quite a few people hanging out there. Obviously, you know, plenty of 3DSs in Japan, and you know, you're bored waiting for your flight to arrive. <laughs> so um, all these kids and even families were like hanging around there getting the puzzle. I thought it was pretty awesome. I saw this, like, it was literally like a a mom and dad and a kid, and they all had their own 3DSs, all different colors, all just, like, downloading the puzzle. So I was chatting to them and, you know, asking them if they were after the same thing I was after, and, yeah, they were. (laughs) And then after after we were all done, then we we all closed our 3DSs and we all swapped, um, you know, our puzzle pieces, because, like Danny said, you know, you're never going to street pass anyone with these puzzles ever so you have to get while well, you're still in the airport right so uh yeah i got i managed to get it's it's not a big puzzle i think it's like 15 oh pieces oh god
3: seriously and
0: and i got eight puzzle pieces mm-hmm. before i left the airport
3: mm-hmm.
0: which is pretty cool so i had you know over half done and then i obviously had to leave the airport and i had to use play coins to fill in the rest
3: oh okay
0: which is, yeah, it's fine. You can do that, yeah? But it gives you a random piece, So you spent right?
3: 500 play coins to get it?
0: Okay, let, place your bets now. I had 150 play coins. Um, how many do you think I had left after I'd finished the last seven bits that I needed?
1: 18. 40. Zero.
0: 40. Zero. <laughs> Zero. You thought I used all of them. Um, I had 70 left. Hmm. So I used 80 play coins God. <laughs> to get seven bits of the puzzle. It was ridiculous. I just kept getting the same bit again and again and again. But, yeah, I eventually completed it, and I completed the puzzle. Yeah, And it's a plane in 3D. And it's not even a Pokemon plane. <laughs> it's just a regular blue and white Anna plane.
3: You know, now but now you, you really go. make me want to... Because this stops on September 30th, I believe. I think either I think that or it stopped on oh, September 15th, which I'll be sad. But
0: I think it's sooner than that, dude.
3: E, e, um, if it's still up, I am really thinking about now, after you said this, about going to the airport. If I just have oh,
0: no, no, you're right. It's 30th. Okay, maybe cool. I have 30th, time. Yeah. <laughs> so if you're listening to this, um, if you have a Japanese 3DS, fly to Japan <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, on an ANA flight. Maybe even catch the Pokemon plane. uh, If you if you land in Haneda, then you'll you'll be able to get it immediately, and then uh, fly back to wherever you live.
4: Cool, (laughs) but do it before the (laughs)
0: thirtieth. So yeah, I've I've now got the two um, you know commercially paid for Street Pass puzzles, which you know some people might have uh, might have beef with, you know, people paying to have a a Street Pass puzzle on the three DS, but you know, whatever, it's cool. It's a, uh, one of those exclusive things that, you know, can't resist trying to get. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, uh, you exclusive. should do it, you should do it. Uh, exclusive. Yeah. Yeah. It's really easy to find, Danny. It's, uh, it's, it's, uh, and it's cool. It's a cool, uh, cool trip to make. Hmm. <laughs> cool airport. Hmm. So yeah, that's what I've been up to. So that wraps up the new business. So let's move on to some news, which I think pretty much anyone listening can guess what that is. So news, of course, it's all about the Wii U conference that... took uh, place. Wii, was... Wii U, Wii U, <laughs>
2: Wii
3: U, Wii U, Wii U.
0: Indeed. Never going to get that picture out of my mind thinking about it, it. And if you
3: look at your phone or, you know, smart device right now, you might see it on your screen. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Heavy promotion of the MP4 format this episode. There you go. So, um, yeah, so in Japan, uh, NCL nintendo of japan they had two nintendo directs or two conferences and they did a nintendo direct which was only 20 minutes long and then they did one like a full 40 minute one at the exact same time as the european and american one so it was uh, pretty busy on nintendo world report and uh, during that time but um, the uh, wii u launch
1: presentation and nintendo direct wii u preview
0: yeah so it was just those japan guys um uh, translating stuff from uh, Iwata as he was uh, spouting off about the Wii U, finally giving us the big details. So, Japan got the big details first, you know, like seven or eight hours before the rest of the world. So, um, then he let loose the price, which is, uh, I think, 26000 for the basic pack and 31000 for the premium. Um Which we all know by now what's in the basic basic and premium packs, but Japan get completely screwed because we don't get Nintendo land in the premium pack <laughs> so it's like it's the same price or well, the more. pack
1: is less than the rest of the world I think it's three hundred twenty one five hundred
0: uh the Japanese premium pack is more expensive than any any other country, and you don't get Nintendo land.
3: Yeah, I mean, if you go just with straight exchange rate, what, like 31,000, 32,000, that's going to be probably, like James said, over 400 bucks. But I mean, yeah, you know, it's like we, me and James and Minota, we make money in, in yen, so it doesn't really, you know, I'm not buying stuff in fucking American dollars, so it doesn't really matter.
0: Whatever the price is, you know, it's, it's the, the fact of the matter is that, again, Japan does not get a pack-in. Uh, we didn't get Wii Sports, and we're not getting Nintendo Land. Um, But we're basically paying, you know, the same as everywhere else. Um, But there is uh, the fact that we do get an extra bundle, which uh, comes with Monster Hunter 3G... HD. What's it called? HD? It's just called HD in Japan, but it's called Ultimate in Europe. Yes.
1: Yeah. Europe Europe is also getting, like, an additional premium bundle with BU and Pro Controller.
0: And America gets Black Ops 2 pack. Oh no, they no. don't. <laughs>
1: no, they just get Nintendo Land.
0: They should have done that, but they didn't. Yeah, that would have been the perfect like trio, you know, Zombie U for Europe, uh, Monster Hunter for Japan, and then Black Ops 2 for America. But you know, Reggie hasn't got his finger out yet. <laughs> but there you go. So um, yeah, the Monster Hunter pack is pretty awesome because um, even though it is like 38 yeah
3: it's yeah it's almost yeah almost 39 it's pretty expensive
0: so but you do I, get, i'm um,
3: i'm not gonna i'm monster. not gonna
1: lie um i am still on the fence between europe and japan <laughs> because i like monster hunter
0: so yeah you get the monster hunter game and you also get the dragon quest 10 beta key which well all premiums that packs
3: do that's right
0: um but you also get the pro controller as well which is awesome. Which. I think they should do, in the States, they should do a Black Ops pack with the Pro yeah. Controller. That just makes so much yeah, sense. Yeah, and oh, I didn't even really think about that, for, but right?
3: considering how much, yeah, that controller costs, like, you know, 5,000 yen, roughly, that's a, not too bad of a deal.
0: If they did it for, like, 3, like three six, three six nine, or something like that, like a little bit more than the regular premium, and then you've got, you know, Black Ops 2 and the controller, that would go down a storm in the States. Shoot. But Actually,
3: you know, with you with actually taking that into consideration that you get, you know, the game and that controller, that makes me kind of think about buying that and then selling Monster Hunter. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Danny, again, is buying Monster Hunter to not play. <laughs> there you go. The,
1: the, 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 thing, the thing is, with uh, the, the, the bundles they're releasing extra for Europe and Japan, I think they are a very good idea. Because yeah. you really have a, have a core game backed in with the additional controller you can need. Because, for example, um, in Monster Hunter, you use that controller actively. Mm-hmm. And in Zombie U, you can use that additional controller for like their, their multiplayer modes. So it's very smart for them to add that controller in those packs. The
0: Zombie U one has the controller as well, the Pro. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, yeah. Awesome,
0: awesome. Hmm. That's cool. So it's just America not getting the Pro Controller pack. Very strange. No. Um, but there mm-hmm. you go. So um, Iwata also kind of... It was it was a bit strange. That first initial Nintendo Direct, the twenty minutes one, he was again, he was recapping again stuff we already knew about Miverse and what well, the Well he was he all said about. beforehand
1: it wasn't going to be a Nintendo Direct. He said, It's going to be just a presentation with talking about Wii U and possibly things you know. Right, it's like, right. okay, whatever.
0: Then he was talking about how the Wii's catchphrase the Wii's catchphrase was uh, Atsumareba Wii U. Mm-hmm. Is that right, Minoru? Right. Which means uh come together if we come together we or something like that. Yeah. And the Wii U's catchphrase is gonna be ba we U Hitori demo we U, which means if we come together, we you but even if we play alone it's we you. Something mm-hmm. like that. I think the American or the Western catchphrase was how will you play next? That's like that. the n-
1: that's the North American one. i I think i think the european one i'm not sure it's like play alone on play alone with you play together with you so similar to the japanese one
0: yeah that makes sense right um so yeah the um yeah and he was going on about you know how the gamepad will not have any delay and it was kind of showing a little mario you know sprite and you know explaining what uh, delay means and how it would affect games and saying that the gamepad will not have any delay at all, which is great, but I think we already kind of knew yeah, that. Yeah, or at
3: least expected that.
0: <laughs> yeah. But there was a kind of little mini, like, megaton type thing in there. In that he talked about the memory, the system memory, mm-hmm. how it's going to have a gigabyte for the games, which is already a lot, and then on top of that, there will be an additional gigabyte just for the um, the system menu which is, you know, which is a lot, a lot. <laughs> so you can do some r- very smooth transitions between the, you know, the browser and, you know, MeVerse and things on the gamepad and you will have that delay. I, I don't know about you guys, but I find the delay when you press the home button on the 3DS to be quite annoying. Yes. I mean, how long it takes to get to the internet browser. I mean, fucking hell. It's like 45, maybe up to a minute just to do that. <laughs> 45 minutes to bring up a page it's ridiculous (laughs) yeah it's like you can't just say oh i'll just kind of look for this um secret exit i'll just you know press home click the internet button type it in it takes freaking ages so on the wii u it's going to be pretty much instantaneous and they talked about a nice little feature where it'll automatically put the name of the game that you're playing into the search bar which is pretty Mm -hmm. cool
1: yeah and, uh, and you can those. scroll the pages with, uh, with the gyro in the gamepad.
0: Yeah, well, yeah. Take it or leave it with that, but there you go. But the cool and thing play about YouTube, just... a
1: YouTube clip on your TV and continue browsing on the gamepad.
0: Yeah, there was one little thing. I mean, Minoru, you can confirm that I understood what um, Iwata said. But um, he said something about that you can display a different image on the TV when playing games so that even when you're um, in the room you can play a game on the gamepad and have something else on the TV like another game on the TV it sounded like he was talking about two games at the same time like different games
1: a
5: game?
0: really? Yeah.
1: Um. no he didn't talk about that I'm pretty sure
0: yeah, maybe I maybe missed it. He
1: bit, talked like, about an other image on the TV and an other image on the gamepad, like you can do something else with your TV while somebody is busy with the gamepad. Oh, pad.
0: I remember now. He put a YouTube video on the TV mm-hmm.
2: and on the well, gamepad. Well, was...
1: that's possible in the, with the multitasking in the browser. So yeah, I think it basically, basically, I, I'll, I have to explain it for people who don't know. So basically. You t- tap on a YouTube video; it will start both on the gamepad and on the television. Um, in the bar underneath the YouTube video or any HTML player for that fashion, it will say "Move over to T, move over to TV," and then it will make like this little. Um, just with the information of of the video playing and how far it is, so you can still scroll it through the video but uh, the other half of the gamepad screen will be continue to be used uh to browse on the internet
0: yeah it's it's kind of what I do with um i connect my computer to the t v sometimes and i i can i watch some streaming video on the t v and I'm still browsing um in a different window on the computer so it's, i guess it's kind of like mm-hmm. that. And they do have tabs, uh, tab system as well, um, so you can you, you don't have to have just one page at one time, which is. Uh, it cool. it, should,
1: it should work well enough. It's based on WebKit, which is the same as Chrome.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think we we just put an article up about that. So um, yeah, go to the site and you'll be able to read all the details about it. Um, so is there anything else that Japan doesn't get in any of these things? I mean, we get all the the wires and the charges and everything in the premium was the the um the sensor bar do we get the sensor bar in Japan no, no.
1: you Japan doesn't get the sensor bar
0: yeah which confused me at first, cuz i i thought like you needed it for the gamepad but apparently not cuz you know some countries don't get it <laughs> mm-hmm. so um it's, i guess it's just for the the backwards compatibility which is kind of a confusing message it's like Here's a sensor bar, but you know you need another controller if you want to use this. You don't really need it if you're just using the gamepad. So.
1: Well, I I reckon that most people who have already ha- that most people who will buy Wii will already have a, had a Wii. Um, <laughs> considering yeah. how many Wii remotes are out there in the world right now.
4: Yeah,
0: yeah, 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 yeah. I, I know, I know, I know. I understand the the concept. You know, I mean, I've heard some very Annoying conversations on uh, other podcasts, you know, multi-format podcasts where they're talking about, you know, you know, buying other controls and stuff. It's like, dude, there's like 160 million Wiimotes in the world. You know, people do not need to. buy I have five of them.
2: I have six of them.
0: Yeah, yeah. So that's not that's not the point. It's like, why would you put a in a, a sensor bar um, in the pack? You know, it's kind of like just. Don't put it in, you know. What's the point? You know, if you if you got a Wii, you've got a sensor bar, so why put it in with the Wii U, which doesn't even need it? Yeah. Because uh, um, you know, I don't know about you, but yeah, I'm... you can
1: still buy it separately. Yeah, Actually, yeah. that's the thing. There's there's still a separate pack in Japan and Europe, which is called the Wii Remote Additional
3: mm-hmm.
2: Pack.
1: Yeah, and you get, which like, comes
3: with a Wii Remote Plus a nunchuck, 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 and Nunchuk and sensor yep. bar. And in Japan, it's like 5,200 yen, so it's not like too bad considering I think the same price same price in Europe like yeah, 50 bucks I mean, considering 50 the controller by itself the Wii remote by itself is like 3- 38 you know 100 then the other one's like you know about 18 Yeah. and the sensor bar is god knows how much um, 15 I think 15 especially 20 especially
0: with um, especially with Reggie saying about you know we're taking everything out that we don't need so you know to get the price down as much as possible and it's like you're putting a sensor bar in like we don't need that <laughs> sell it for like five dollars or whatever just get rid of it yeah there you go. I hate the sensor bar. It's the most annoying thing about the Wii. It just like always just gets in the way. Just like It's covered in yeah. dust. I just kind of want it to get rid
1: of. It. <laughs> <laughs> well, as, as some of you know, I have three Wiis to cover three separate regions, but I just do. I use the same cables to connect to the TV and the sensor bar because else it would
3: just yeah, keep in exactly the way. Yeah, that's exactly what I do too.
0: Yeah. Or you could just get one of those wireless ones rechargeable.
3: I, I don't
1: know. I don't really trust third-party accessories.
0: It's two LEDs. You can't get it wrong. You can use candles.
1: For <laughs> 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 then I you well use candles.
0: If it was a game... I, I wouldn't buy a, a, a Nyko gamepad, for example. <laughs> God! <laughs> but with a sensor bar, you know... I wouldn't mind.
3: NIKO gamepad. No screen included. I
1: don't know. NIKO Ny- does some really good stuff with its accessories. Maybe they will put multi-touch in
3: sell it for 35
2: dollars
0: <laughs> comes in a pack of three but um there you go <laughs> and it's cool we get a hdmi cable as well um uh, it's not a d a d-link cable which is kind of more common mm-hmm. in japan but um it's nice to just have the standard hdmi thing mm-hmm. And the, uh, the, we first found out about the Nintendo Network Premium from this one as well. Um, so we had seven hours to kind of contemplate what the hell this thing was and uh, why the basic set doesn't get it and uh, if the basic people can upgrade later, none of which was answered <laughs> in, the, in the later conferences, but there you go. We still don't know that. But um, yeah, basically, I mean, it's nothing it's nothing complicated for you know us in japan i mean we've talked about point cards and you know earning points and stuff uh buying games like that it's a very very common thing in japan you buy something you get 10 percent points but you know when it when it was announced you know elsewhere you know people were a bit confused it's like is it 10 percent off the game is it like you get the money you know later or something it's like no, it's points, you know, you get 10% of the value of in yeah. points and then you build up the points. I, th- I, th-
1: I, th- I think the confusion was more America because we have a few countries that use that same system here too, where you get uh, points for everything you buy.
0: The confusing thing was that, you know, you have to reach yeah. 500 points to before you can you know, cash it in, yeah. so to speak. Yeah, you, also, you have you
1: have you have to be at 500 or you know, five euros to cash something in, at the very least. The thing that scared I don't I don't I don't, I don't know bit. what the translation was for America because they didn't even said it.
0: The thing that scared me a little bit was the fact that they used the word like Nintendo points, mm-hmm. and it's like, why are you using Nintendo points? Isn't the eShop money now? You know, with the with the Wii U uh, eShop, they're not going to go back to freaking Nintendo
1: points, well, are they? I, I think they I think they just called them premium points yeah well in Japan,
3: yeah, That's I mean I have like a that. card right here that I just used It just says two thousand yen on it. It doesn't say points anymore
0: i i yeah, I really hope they clear that up quickly because you know five hundred Because they said you know you can cash it in for a five hundred point card, and it's like, why do I need a point card <laughs> Give me five hundred yen card maybe
3: they're just forgetting about their whole naming you know. Conventions that they yeah. had put forward, Spence. they're like, yeah, they
0: need to yeah. get that thing clear because, um, yeah, that'd be frightening if they brought back Nintendo points for the Wii U. <laughs> but there you go. I think that covers all the big, uh, the big uh, details uh, of Japan from Japan. Um, the the launch titles. Uh, the surprising one for me was that Zombie U is going to be a, a launch title yeah. in Japan because I think before the conference i think me and danny were talking and i said something like yeah zombie that's never going to happen in japan like we're never going to get that here and then boom the one of the first things iwata says
4: how
1: how did you miss that they talked about it at the after e3 show thing in japan it's not
3: that i didn't think that they're going to have it you know in japan ever i just thought that it wouldn't Worry about getting it yeah, out at launch for, for because, launch. let's face it, people who play first-person shooters, especially zombie type of shooters, in Japan are next to nothing.
1: Ubisoft Japan has been has been really good with we bringing those same games had in Europe at launch. Yeah, but in then Japan again, too, I mean,
3: Ubisoft hasn't really been too big on releases on Nintendo consoles and stuff like that until like now.
1: Well, they haven't been they haven't been really good with the 3DS though. I yeah. I admit that. They haven't been good with the 3DS in Japan. It's like if with...
0: Shibata Shibata came on the Euro one and said, you know, Madden for for European launch. It's like, what?
1: <laughs> you know, it's
0: it's kind of the equivalent of that. Well,
1: right? Ma- Madden Madden is coming this time definitely not not anymore to Europe because it's clearly that they are losing money on that bringing it to Europe anyway.
0: So, Minoru, you're Japanese, right? <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. So, <laughs> maybe <laughs> so, are you at all interested in Zombie U?
5: Well, mm, today, uh, mm, from your tweet, I mm, got to know that uh, it it you know, won't support online multiplayer and competitive simultaneous multiplayer, right? Right, right, right. right. Yeah. So, uh, suddenly, I lost my interest. Yeah, I just well, read that. Well, that's it on
1: not that. That's the thing that they're not shooting for, and I. And this is very conventional thinking where they think they it it needs multiplayer, and I completely don't stand behind it because I played Zombie U multiple times now, not two, but three times, so I know what what the game is all about. And the game is about survival horror. It's very old school Resident Evil ish. It's like, and it's also very hard. It's like mixing Resident Evil with Dark Souls. Oh, sounds tempting. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. it being being in Japan and it has it has cool local, local local multiplayer though where one player like places zombies everywhere over a map and, yeah, that sounds um, cool. so and, that and protects online? has to protect f- yes. flags. And uh the other person with the with the, the pro controller has has to, to survive um as but, as best as possible, which is yeah. weird. I mean it
3: sounds great. And I'm, I'm gonna buy it anyways, but I mean I am never gonna be able to play this game multiplayer with anybody. And I think a lot of people that live in Japan that are people that are buying this kind of game, they probably won't be able to play it multiplayer with anybody. Because if there's some kind of 14-year-old kid that plays, I mean, I know at least a lot of the Japanese people I know, they usually don't have people come over. So, I mean, I don't see, you know, I'm just saying that's just the way it is, you know.
1: Yeah, here's the here's the here's the thing, Danny. Uh, the multiplayer of that game, and I have talked to developers, so I kind of know what they're thinking. Their multiplayer is totally not the focus; it's just an extra. Right. that's sure.
0: Fair enough. I mean, GoldenEye was like that <laughs> on the N64. Yeah, they're
1: fully they're fully focusing on single player. They really making it, trying to make it worthwhile. And when you complete the game they have also this other thing which is called survival where you only have to play the entire game with just one character on one life
0: yeah about that i don't really call that a mode i just I just call that you know one life massacre
1: <laughs> it's yeah. called massacre it's um I, I, I we were allowed to try that for a little bit it's insanely <laughs> difficult
0: but uh, you know for zombie u2 for example i mean how cool would it be to have one person, you know, he's got the gamepad and he's putting zombies down, like you were saying, Dan, you know, using the touch screen. And then someone else online has got their own gamepad and they've still got the full screen to, you know, access their backpack or whatever.
2: You know, but, yeah, like that. They, I mean,
1: they still have online connectivity where, like, the killed survivors from your game can pop up in another game of another fruit that's cool, online. Yeah.
0: That, that's that's interesting. Yeah. You uh, see and
1: I, I I I find it more intriguing than any kind of multiplayer would actually bring me. But that's a personal taste.
0: They already did that in um, Biohazard Revelations, right? Like when you're playing the Horde mode, it'll say you know Danny level five and it's a zombie and you, you kill it and then you know it tells you that you know you you know Danny died or whatever the zombie Danny <laughs> died. You know it's already been done in Biohazard, but this is more integral to the game. But all it is is basically you know, some text <laughs> that says your friend's name. It's not; it's nothing too crazy. Um, there, the um, the other two little things I just remembered. The, he talked after he talked about the memory. He also talked about the the disc read speed, which doesn't sound that you know interesting, but it is incredibly fast and way faster than Blu-ray. So you've got the same capacity as a Blu-ray disc, but like you know, incredibly fast access time. So, you know, I think along, you know, RFN uh, a few months back, you know, there was, somebody wrote in and worried about, you know, the access time for these huge games, you know, because Nintendo have always been about the fast load times and stuff. But, you know, you can't get around, you know, 25 gigs of data. That's a <laughs> hell of a lot of data, you know. But it sounds like they do, they have got around it. So that's uh, very, very good news for me anyway. To know that you know you're not going to have those crazy long loading times.
1: I, I'm I'm more tempting to download like um like New Super Mario Bros. U directly on launch day to my console.
0: Yeah, I don't have to worry about load times at all. Well, except over USB too.
1: <laughs> it, well, it, it works through flash memory because I'm getting the premium anyway, so I will keep that game on keep the flash, flash memory, and that work. works even faster than a disc. Yeah. Um. Which which sounds really good. But um talking about it that's a good point because many people have complained about like the size of having like that um that 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 premium pack like just forty two gigs. Yeah, I I just but the it. the the thing is you can you can attach every single USB or S D device to your Wii U. Exactly. While on Playstation Free. okay you can get a laptop one but that's slightly difficult and it requires some technical thinking and on Xbox you need to have a, provi- a provide provide yeah, like
3: 16 gigabytes too on Xbox I mean yeah, yeah. Th- they were
0: just talking about this on weekend confirmed and it was very very frustrating listening to them talk about you know they were complaining about how you know the the storage capacity and it's like how much does a 1 terabyte drive yeah. cost you, can- you know how much does a 250 gig Xbox One costs. It it's like too much.
3: <laughs> and if you're like me and have an old Xbox, you can't even find the old ones anymore. It's stupid.
1: Even 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 the Vita memory cards are way too yeah. expensive. So
3: I I'll give Nintendo that like, because that's one good thing that they've been doing yeah. with their hardware for the past you know six years, letting you be able to kind of expand it with you know not some kind of proprietary bullshit, but you know with something that you can actually get for pretty cheap. So I know, you know, initially, I think yeah. after E3, I was kind of, you know, the rumor came out. I was like, oh, it's only going to have eight gigabytes of storage, blah, blah, blah. But, you know, it's like, yeah, that sucks. But, I mean, then again, you're not limited with what you can do. And
0: Well, 32 gigs, I mean, that is going to last you the first yeah, but... few months. You're going to download plenty of eShop games, maybe a couple of right. retail games. And then, you know, a couple of months down the line, you've saved up some more money. Then you, you know, you buy a, a terabyte drive. You know, it's it's not it's no big deal. I know? mean, it,
3: I can understand being a little bit upset, but then, I, just maybe a little bit. But then, like you said, yeah, fuck. You can get a terabyte drive for not too much.
0: No, no game is going to be twenty five gigs.
1: I mean, it's 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 not upsetting if you compare it to yeah. other consoles. And it, it's like, why are you frustrated when Nintendo makes it the most easiest thing possible to transfer your data over to a new system? I
0: guarantee you that New Super Mario Bros. U will be less than 4 gigabytes. <laughs>
3: 400 megabytes. It will megabytes. be
0: 20, 25 gigs, right? Maybe Smash Bros. or Metroid 4 or whatever.
3: I know, I <laughs> know.
0: Yeah. Metroid Prime 4, you know, that could be pushing the 20 gig limit, <laughs> but, you know, <laughs> that's uh, not
3: 2016.
0: Even <laughs> uh, talking about dates... Uh, we didn't talk about the date, December the eighth, so Japan is getting it last, um just like with the Wii, but um
1: That's not, yeah. not true. We got it last with Wii.
0: Oh Europe did? Oh okay.
1: Yeah. There
0: you go. Well you get it in the middle. Um
1: so. we got it on on a holiday, which is um Saint Nicholas Day, December fifth. So I exactly remember the launch of okay. the Wii. <laughs> um there you go. and you and Japan got it one week before, and then America got it two weeks before Mm -hmm. that. And and now it's still America first, and two weeks later Europe, and then one week
3: after Japan. You know, at one point I was thinking maybe Japan would get it first, just because I was thinking in terms of, like, downloadable titles. I thought maybe Nintendo would want to give it another test drive in Japan before, you know, going for a bigger market, but obviously not. (laughs) So i i i would I would think it considering how
1: many Japanese games would come out for that system
0: to, to be honest I think dates matter a lot more in America like you know having black ops two within a week or two weeks of the other systems launch you know and all those other things like you know Batman it's already like eight months late you know you can't by the time around. Batman
3: comes out on the Wii U it's gonna be like a year late so
0: yeah I mean in Japan I mean, what what games? What Japanese games are there on the system that are you know already out or you know going to be out earlier in in Japan? There there are no games, right? They're they're all new to to Japanese people. <laughs> you know, nobody's played Batman in Japan. You know, this will be the first time they ever <laughs> see it. You know, probably. So. Um,
1: but, also, but also, also their um, their new stuff. Seems a really good push for Japan, like the, the new version of um, Ninja Gaiden 3, mm-hmm. which seems way better than the original, which is yeah, saying like much.
3: Back, back to back to Monster Hunter 3G, you know, HD version, you know, the Ultimate 8, whatever the hell you want to call it, um, they have a really cool feature too, you can actually cross-platform play between the Wii U version and the 3DS version, which in a way it kind of... Basically says, "Hey, this is the 3DS game with HD graphics," which, whatever. But I mean, it's still cool that you can like actually play with somebody who's like locally with the it, 3DS. You know, I, I will I will be honest with you. That's why I'm doubting
1: my decision between a European and Japanese mm-hmm. Wii U, because I put many hours into the the mm-hmm. 3DS game, and considering you have a local multiplayer where you can play both of your 3DS and mm-hmm. with your Wii U. B switch data between those two and C have a line play on Wii U. That's yeah. very tempting. That's very. As you, if you already own a Japanese 3DS and own that Japanese version, it becomes very tempting to just buy uh, a Japanese Wii U and continue playing it on that if you like yeah. Monster Hunter. So that, that's a very difficult decision for myself, really.
0: No, no online for the 3DS one, right? Just the Wii U version. Um, but they said. Something like if you cite, you know, you can complain (laughs) on the forums and they might (laughs) change their mind or something. It's a bit strange, but it's like, if you know that people are going to complain.
1: Yeah, but it's it's only for the UK one. They can't change their plans for Japan because they're pretty much in stone and set.
0: Yeah, 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 people in Japan don't care if it's online. But, you know, if they know people in the West are going to complain, just do it. Don't wait for people to (laughs) complain. (laughs)
1: <laughs> I mean, there's no it's no sense in complaining for Japan anyway, since that game on the 3DS is out since yeah. last year. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. I mean, it's not even sure November, if Monster December. 4 will be online. <laughs> and also, this sets the precedent for Monster Hunter 4 HD to come, you know, later down the yeah. line, right? Because, um, uh, you know, it's a Nintendo exclusive, so, you know, it makes sense that the HD version comes to mm-hmm. the Wii U. Because it sure as hell isn't coming out on a Sony platform.
1: I actually, I actually hope that they don't do that, because it would make the 3DS uh, obsolete and make more but focus on the Wii U. But I bet they probably
3: release the 3DS version beforehand, just oh, to, yeah, because yeah, yeah. more people would want to yeah. play it on a handheld than on their home console. Because more people own home handhelds yeah. than they would oh, I'm pretty over. sure. Yeah,
0: <laughs> they would transfer over mm-hmm. as well, right? The, the save file. So, you know, people. I think it's a good idea being able to play it, you know, on the train. You know, in McDonald's, and then come home and then play it. At, you know, play it on your Wii U. I mean, that's a it's a really good idea. I mean, I know it has been done on the PlayStation before. You know, Metal Gear and even Monster Hunter have done it, but it's nice to have it on the Nintendo system.
1: Yeah. I also have been thinking about what is out in Japan before the Wii U comes out, and I think from, you know, Japan is getting the Wii U last, but get look at the games they are getting in November for the 3DS. Hmm. Go ahead. Look at Professor Layton <laughs> Professor Layton uh, versus, Fe- versus Phoenix Wright Animal Crossing um, what else have you Paper Mario Paper Mario is another game Paper Mario, Paper Mario, Mario is Mario. another one was, it just it was, what, it was one another one though. X-troopers
3: AX troopers yeah? Layton coming out too? and
1: uh, and <laughs> Layton 6 No Layton uh, 6 is coming in <clears> 2014 <throat> Excuse me and um, Unchained blades, don't Unchained blades. Those five games are coming out through the month of November, and I think those will be a big push for the 3DS. So actually, they need that push for the 3DS instead of Wii U. So it makes sense for Japan to release it at the start of December.
0: Well, I think that about wraps up the Wii U conference news. So let's move on to life in Japan. Okay then. So, life in Japan. So, um, this topic, um, something I just uh, pulled out of my, uh, let's say, hat.
1: <laughs> <laughs> do you have a hat?
0: I do, but I'm not wearing it now because I'm sweating my face off. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, this um, this topic is a, a, s- a seemingly simple topic, but um, it is uh, about Janken, which is... The Japanese name for rock paper scissors. So the question I want to ask Minoru and want to discuss today is why is janken so popular with Japanese people? Why do why do they love it so much? I
5: think uh, because uh, um, uh, janken is primarily it's not a game but a way to make a decision. Right. And and uh, if you. Um, make use of janken no one need to take any responsibility <laughs> <laughs> so that's the reason why janken is so popular here in japan okay
0: so my my analysis minaru is that okay. you know the, the western of in the west we would flip a coin but obviously that requires a coin yeah <laughs> so my theory is that you know Janken is the Japanese equivalent of flipping a coin you know it's a fair way but you just need you know hands to do it right yeah (laughs) so Janken is used to you know solve any kind of you know playground arguments or you know even make you know decisions in the office you know sometimes right I mean if there's any any argument between two Japanese people like you know we should do this or this if it's like an A or B type you know situation, I'm pretty much sure in 99% of the time, people are going to go Janken, you know, the old Saishogu, Jankenpong.
1: From what I see, yeah, from what I see on Japanese uh, shows um, through the internet, they always solve their differences with Janken, hmm. so.
0: Yeah, I mean, you you do see it in games as well, you know, the whole concept of Pokemon is basically rock, paper, and scissors, isn't it? You know, you got the certain types. You know that always beat another type. Um, You know, it's kind of like a fundamental thing. It's just like you know a fair process of um, you know having a battle. You know, no no arguments, kind of thing. So um, yeah, I mean, my first experience of it was um, when I when I first came to Japan. I I was looking for for guys to play basketball with, and there's a this bunch of Japanese guys and they, they played in this, uh, like, high school, and um, so <laughs> we, we're we starting the game, and it's like, you know, we've got, like, uh, seven guys, and obviously we only need five for a team, so they all stood in a circle, and they were like, hey, James, come over, you know, this, like I said, this is my first month or second month <laughs> in Japan, <laughs> they're all in the circle, and they're all going, like, Sai Shogu, Jankenpon, and I'm just like, stood looking at them like what are you doing <laughs> it's like can you explain to me what this game is and it's like and eventually it like dawned on me it's like oh okay we're playing rock paper and scissors but it's like why are we doing it in a huge circle with seven guys yeah. it's like they, they even do it in a group you know group janken and you know it's like so you, it's really hard to keep up because yes. you've got like three guys with rock you know f- uh, two guys with paper and then, and then three guys with scissors and it's like you have to and if that happens, then you have to do it again until, you know, it's split between, you know, rock and paper. And then then obviously paper wins. And then those three guys go out and then they do it again with only three guys left. And you know, and they keep doing it until there's one guy left. It's incredibly hard to keep up with when you first do it. That's right? exactly
3: what I found. Even like now still, and I've been in Japan for a total of like four years, but man, it's... I don't know. I mean, Japanese people, I think they do it so much, so that's why they can, like, check so fast, but, you know, being... Yes, like, yes, yes. yes. <laughs> you know, so it's like everyone just does it, and all of a sudden they're like, I code. a shot. I'm like, whoa, 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 I don't even know who had what. I don't even know if I'm out or in or what, you know. So it's it's. To,
0: to be honest, when I'm when I'm doing like yeah. a group Jenkin thing, I'm I'm just like looking at my watch, or I'm just like you know taking a drink out of a bottle. I'm not even looking at what they're doing. <laughs> I just rely on them to tell me if I'm win or lose.
3: Yeah, <laughs> so that's a better choice.
0: Yeah, it's just just crazy. But like the thing that just always surprises me, just like how what is. Decided by janken. It's not just like you know school kids you know arguing over who gets you know the Pokemon card or something. It's like literally in an office. You know, you've got like two business guys you know arguing over something, and they'll resort to janken. It's just like you just don't see that in any other country. It's just uh, it's kind of I don't know. It's kind of cute in a way, <laughs> <laughs> but also a little weird.
3: <laughs> Actually, my my first exposure to John Ken was on Dragon Ball Z, actually. Um huh. because, you know, like you said, like in the States and probably just primarily in the West, if you're doing rock, paper, scissors, it's just between, you know, two people, because that makes sense, right? Um yeah. But yeah, they were you know, it was a group of guys in the English version they're the Ginyu force. Um but um they're just like saying like, Yeah, we wanna go beat this guy up, we gotta do rock, paper, scissors to see who gets to go next and they're just, like, going, and in the English version, they just keep rock, paper, scissors, rock, paper, scissors, rock, paper, scissors. And I'm like, why? what the hell is going on? And, <laughs> you know, then somebody won, and he's like, yeah! And I was like, okay, you, you, I don't know how you won, but you won. <laughs> but
4: that's,
0: yeah, that's another thing, isn't it? It does get extremely intense. Yeah. Like, you know, the, the, the voices that they use, you know, it's that stuff, like, really slowly. It's like, so you show a uh, Boom. and then it's like by the end of it you, you do sound like a, a you know, an anime
2: character
0: <laughs> you know it, it's like a Hadouken or something like, <laughs> it's like <somebody's> like, boom! <sighs> you know there's like fire coming out of their fist or something <laughs> by the way they're saying it
1: <laughs> my only experience with Jenking is playing Jenkin party on <laughs> <laughs> oh
0: that's a good point actually talking about games I mean there are arcade games where You've got, you know, just a simple arcade game, not like a Street Fighter. I just mean like, you know, like a crane game type, that kind of level. You have got yeah. three buttons: rock, paper, and scissor, and you're playing against a computer, just like an LCD screen. <laughs> and but <laughs> it's it's completely fixed, right? Because it's a computer, so you press rock. And of course it's gonna choose paper and always beat you right? <laughs> <laughs> it's just like what's the point of playing, you know, against a computer? You know, you know, you can never trust that they you know they haven't just programmed it to always beat you. But like there's these things where you That's can... why I
1: stopped playing that we game.
0: There you go. It's not random <laughs> at all, right? So um yeah, you can win. Except stuff.
1: if you play with four people, then you all have to press a certain button on the controller and then Okay, you chose that. That's cool. Yeah that's the entire game you pay 800 yen for (laughs)
0: wow yeah it's like well I guess it is like you flip the coin in sports games right at the beginning Mm -hmm. so you know that could be easily be fixed right (laughs) but um, yeah it's quite funny so but yeah there if now that people have listened to this conversation it'd be interesting you know if people could leave comments or you know tell us in the forums and the feedback like have they ever have they played a Japanese game that's you know had janken as part of it and uh, you know tell us tell us about it or even like anime or something like that I'm interested to know because it's one of those things like you can translate it
3: but
1: if you if you go back to the NES days there was like this ninja game on the Famicom uh-huh. which was later translated to America to Yo Noid oh god Yo okay. Noid oh,
3: okay.
1: <laughs> and Yo Noid actually used used uh, the, the concept of Jenkin which was for changing the American version to Rock, Paper, huh. Scissors
3: interesting yeah.
0: I mean, you can translate it to literally to rock paper scissors, but like, like I said, you know, the situations that the, these things happen in, you know, no one in the West would ever play rock paper scissors to decide who's going to punch someone in the face, you know, things like that, right? And so the last thing uh, related to this is that last night, Danny, obviously you knew this, and Minoru, you were watching this as well. AKB48 held their annual. Janken tournament torn what?
3: Up. how many years have they been doing this now
0: i do honestly <laughs> god i think on the on the ground they had it like written out like you know like an american football field you know printed on the ground <laughs> in huge letters it was something like the 29th or something like that
3: for 29 years what not 29 years i don't know
0: <laughs> whatever it is but yeah, i was i was live tweeting this ironically and um I think uh, Guillaume from uh, R.F.N. He he thought that I was joking, and he was like, "Is this a thing?" <laughs> <laughs> and he thought I was joking, but it it, it is real. <laughs> it was like it was literally. It's like a two-hour-long, like sports, you know, like sports game-style tournament. You know, it's literally like you know, like ESPN. No. It's,
1: it's 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 basically a Jenkins Jenkins crop league. <laughs>
0: It's, it's mental. So the, the, all these AKB48 fans who, who are all, you know, 45-year-old virgins, um, <laughs> all just chanting, you know, <laughs> you know, and they're all, like, screaming. It's it's weird because it, it's like a girl band, right? But, like, when you hear the crowd, it's like this deep roar. It's like, <gasps> it's like, that's weird. You would expect it to be, you know, girls, but there are no girls in the audience, I guarantee you. Because their
3: parents keep them at home to stay away from the weird perverts. <laughs> <laughs>
0: exactly. But like, if this was translated into English, literally, it would be like you know, like tonight on ESPN, we've got rock, paper, scissors. Over to John in the studio, and it's like, yeah, we've got Tamomi here. Yeah, she's a real good player. And it's like,
2: it's fucking rock, paper, scissors.
0: What are you doing? <laughs> there is no skill involved. It's if you know, it's a it's a game of chance. And they take it so seriously. Maybe that's
1: that's what makes it exciting for other
3: people.
0: Exactly, yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's, like, you know, there's commentators, and there's, like, there's people taking bets and, like, analysis of each (laughs) game. How can
3: you analyze chance?
0: Exactly. It's like, oh, yeah, she won the game by choosing rock, (laughs) and the other girl had scissors, so she won. Yeah, yeah, if she would have threw the other thing, she would have
3: been totally gone there. Well done.
0: It was absolutely ridiculous and then so the, the girl who wins um because you know <laughs> it, it's the called akb48 but i think there's like over 100 members oh. of the group <laughs> this is a girl girl group 100 members and um my wife told me all of this by the way in case you're wondering why i have amazing knowledge of the girl band which i love you know despise but
3: <laughs> oh, and we
1: can't wait to get you AKB48 plus me on your That's birthday. That's why they're releasing so they it they know you're
0: their biggest fan. So, <laughs> I'm not talking to the person who ever sends me that <laughs> ever again. But um,
1: oh, uh, well, that will be all, both of us. So enjoy already.
0: it. <laughs> Apparently, the the purpose of this game, this tournament, is to um to kind of promote a lesser known member of the group. So whoever wins, you know, they get to be at the front of the mu- next music video. Oh wow. <laughs> So, it, it is a big deal, you know, for the the members of the group, so, you yeah. <laughs> know, there you go. Janken Tournament. Yeah. There you go. So, <laughs> that's Janken.
2: <laughs> Jeez.
0: Minoru, I hope I haven't offended you in any part of that. Yeah, uh, no, no.
5: <laughs> Let me tell you, uh, I, I think many Japanese people think uh, Janken Tournament uh, It's silly.
3: Right. Yeah, <laughs> I play it with children you know where I work I, I do it a lot just do it in English and I'm just like hey this is fun but I mean like what like on national TV why can't I go on TV and do this
0: okay so that's the end of life in Japan and that's the end of part one of this podcast so um, through the magic of editing and time lapse we're going to go to our post TGS segment Um so myself and Danny are going to uh, TGS this year uh unfortunately minoru and matt couldn't make it so it's just me and danny this year so um danny going into tgs what are you looking forward to playing
3: i'm really looking forward to getting my hands on x troopers um i know it was at the capcom summer jam but i didn't make it there Uh, but uh yeah i'm really looking forward to that i think it's going to be a lot of fun um also really looking forward to uh A.K.B.E. AKB 48 eight um, <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm looking forward to playing the Layton vs. Ace Attorney and also getting to try out or at least see the new Layton. And, um, yeah. Yeah, also want to try some Project X Zone as well.
0: Well, I think you've just taken the words out of my mouth because so, <laughs> I just about to say exactly the same thing. And uh, as for non-Nintendo related things, um, Metal Gear... Uh, Grand Zero's is going to be there. Um, I don't know if it's going to be playable or if it's just a video. But I just saw um, Hideo Kojima tweets and pictures of the uh, the TGS booze. He o- he always goes every year.
1: If you if you if if you guys have the chance, go go try uh, Metal Gear Revengeance. That's yeah, really cool. Yeah, I want try it out.
0: I do. Yeah, is that still called Metal Gear Rising? Colon, no, it's, it's
1: it's 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 now Metal Gear Revengeance. Because
0: okay. I just saw the poster for it at the TGS, and it said Rising. So maybe in Japan. But
1: maybe called, in right? maybe in Japan it's called Rising. I don't know. Yeah,
0: if if we have hmm. time, I, might might take that out too. Mm-hmm. So yeah, obviously the um, uh, TGS is uh, Thursday and Friday is the um, the business days, and then Saturday and Sunday are the public days. So I'm going to be going then Thursday and Friday, and Danny, you're going Friday Saturday. That's right. right. Um, so D- Danny is going to come over to mine on uh, on this uh, Friday. That's right. <laughs> and hopefully we'll be able to record a little something then. Mm-hmm. TGS. Uh, Day two of TGS. Um, This is a Friday night, so uh, I went on Thursday and Danny went on Friday. Yes. And uh, we met up on Friday (laughs) and uh, we played lots of games, didn't we, these past couple of days? That's definitely true. Definitely true. So we're going to talk about uh, some of our favorites. Um, There's some good games, actually. We were expecting... Them to
3: be no Nintendo games, but you know, think it's pretty good. Well, I can tell you one thing that we didn't have a chance to play, and we never will oh, until yeah. it comes out, and that's <laughs> Monster Hunter 4. Um, yeah. <laughs> well, when, when I got to the event this morning, um, I saw, you know, a big line where I could have waited for a really long time to.
0: Get a ticket. Get a ticket to come back
3: at some random time during the middle of the day, but I had to like meet somebody like. Yeah, lots of appointments today. Yeah, so it's like, man, I don't want to just like be waiting in this line, wasting like my whole damn day doing nothing productive, essentially. Yeah,
0: I got some nice pictures of the booth though. You should take those out on the site
3: or check out your phone right now. Because there might be at least one up there that I won't change for this whole segment.
0: <laughs> so, yeah, we didn't play Monster Hunter 4, but we did both play uh, Monster Hunter 3 Ultimate. That's is that right. Is what it's called? Yep. Which is just the English version of Tri-G, which That's Danny right. owns and has not played. <laughs> hey, I've played it. for like an hour and a half. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of weird, actually. I, I actually, for a second, I thought, it, for some reason, I thought it was a new version. Because, you know, there's that new one coming out next... Uh, in time of the Wii U, Mm -hmm. right? Which is called 3G no.
4: is it GU or
0: something like that in Japan? Anyway, the the Wii U version is called HD, right? Whatever the 3DS version is. But it wasn't that, it was just the American version of Tri-G, so whatever. Um, But we got to play on the 3DS LL XL, which is pretty cool. Yeah. Um, Looks very nice. But, yeah, it's just the same game that we've played and we'll... Actually, it's the same demo, isn't it?
3: It seems like it's the same demo that they released back last December, actually. So, yeah. So, it's like...
0: <laughs> yeah, I think I, I do get deja vu going to TGS, you know. Like, hmm. playing the same demos. Quite literally, this time. <laughs> the exact same demo. Yeah. But in English, I guess. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, they had it set up with, like, you could play, like, four-player um, local play. Mm-hmm. And I was playing with guys who also didn't know what they were doing, so yeah, we were all just kind of stumbling around together. But
3: yeah. I was stupid and just played by myself when I probably could have played with other people, but... <laughs> you just don't like other people. I don't.
0: <laughs> so, um, yeah, that was only behind closed doors. Um, obviously, it was the English version, so that's not going to be on the show floor. Um, and also, Japanese people would say, why the hell is this you know year-old game on the <laughs> show floor? <laughs> why isn't it Monster Hunter 4? But yeah, they were all playing that, the new version. Um, yeah, it looked very popular. And yet another year where there's yet another monster Under Booth taking up half of TGS. Yeah. Crazy. <laughs> and taking
3: up half of people's time, too. <laughs> yeah,
0: pretty crazy stuff.
3: You know, if you want to speak about uh, English demos mm-hmm. not being on the show floor, well, you know what? I can prove you wrong there.
2: Go ahead. Because
3: I did get, to get to <laughs> and It's a year... Well, it's not quite a year old, mm-hmm. but... Uh, you know, I did get to play the English version of Dippa Ningen, uh, the Dimpa oh, Men. Nice. Uh, they, the way they came from waves, or <laughs> Dimpa Men. The Dimpa Men that came from they waves. came by wave. They came yeah. by wave. There it Dimper. is. Dimper. But um, yeah. I mean, it. I I played a, a, a little bit of the you know the Japanese version of the first one, and you know it's a pretty cute little game. There's a lot of cool little uh, there's a lot of cool stuff about it, and I don't know, I think the translation, I was talking with the guy who is one of the, I guess, one of the marketing guys in charge of getting all that stuff set up, and, um, yeah, they did a really bang-up job on, like, translating the game. It, it's really well done, and um, as I speak right now, the demo's available on the eShop, so... Uh, cool. Yeah. So that's coming out right at the same time as
0: Dempening and 2 It's coming out <laughs> yeah, in span Yeah, it's coming out, like, a day later in North yeah. America. So. Which um, apparently did really well, which is why they're doing a sequel, right? That's right. So Yeah. If people buy it in, in the West, then you'll get the sequel too, I guess.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. So that wasn't on the show floor. That was that was an appointment. You no, sent. that
3: was on the show floor. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Next to Dippening In 2, which <laughs> is actually available on the eShop right now, like for a demo in Japan. Awesome. Yeah. So...
0: They also had a new Bravely Default
3: demo which had Street Pass functionality. Right? I thought it was just like a Street Pass corner or something. Because the demo right oh, now that's yeah. out on yeah. the on the eShop mm-hmm. and yeah. it has like the Street pass, Street Pass functionality. Basically, if you pass people, they mm-hmm. populate like a destroyed village. Mm-hmm. And the point is to the more people you street pass, the more built up this village like gets. So actually I noticed that um, I had, like, a couple of hits for that, even before I went to TGS, so I was nice. pretty excited because I'm, I'm kind of working on some impressions for it, <laughs> as in, like, thinking about doing it in my head.
0: <laughs> but when, um, when I was waiting in line for a game, I noticed a girl in front of me, she was checking that app you know, oh, for, like, okay. you know, people had populated her town or whatever.
3: And what's cool, too, you can take, I think, up to 20 of those people to the real
0: game when it okay. comes out, so... That's cool. How many street passes can you do with that app? With
3: uh, I'm not too sure, actually. Okay. Um,
0: but at least ten, probably, at once.
3: Yeah, at least yeah. maybe. <laughs> so. okay.
0: You could check.
2: I guess I <laughs>
3: could.
0: Um, so, what else? So, next up, uh, we've talked about the Capcom. Oh, we didn't have a chance to play Ace so Attorney 5. Um, unfortunately, um, that was quite busy today, wasn't it? We tried to go today, but... Um, yeah, it was a bit long, and then by the time we would have got to play it, then <laughs> TGS was closing. So yeah, it's like, wait forty minutes, yeah. <laughs> or don't wait at all and come back tomorrow. Yeah, so. we might not be let let out. <laughs> the last Capcom game we should talk about is the best one. Definitely is Definitely. EX, sorry X Troopers on 3DS. Mm-hmm. Well, it's also on the PS3. So they had mm-hmm. in the booth, they had half, half and half, right? So the PS3 one you can do online in co-op, but the 3DS one is local only. So they had um, kind of like a setup where you can play three. It's three, three simultaneous, right? Three That's players, right. yeah. And it's kind um, of weird. Why not four? Yeah, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there was like five, five playable characters. Or yeah, five. it kind of reminded me of um, I was just telling you about this. You on on the DS a um, couple of years ago now. I played a game called Fancy fantasy star zero on the ds and it reminded me a lot of that actually because i had a similar experience you know playing with you know two other japanese people and you know co-op and stuff you know you could like write stupid messages on the (laughs) screen and stuff but it's kind of like that and the art style was similar as well Mm -hmm. kind of cell shaded polygonal kind of cartoony but slightly realistic kind of looking but anyway so um you could go you could play it on your own i think maybe with bots, I don't know, or just play it on your own, and I'll do it with three, and um, I was in a line with, uh, and there was like two girls in front of me, and they asked me if I wanted to join their party, and I was like, yeah, sure. <laughs> so um, I played with them, and uh, it was really good, so they had an easy level and a hard level, and uh, for some reason I thought it would be fun to join in the hard level, <laughs> and uh, we got to the boss and we got destroyed, so we um we, got, we lost, we. Uh, if you all get uh, knocked out or downed, then um, you it's game over. Uh, as long as you've got one guy alive, then you're okay. You can revive them and go back, right? But we all died, so we restarted, did the easy level, and we did that very easily. It was, wasn't very difficult at all. And uh, tried to do the hard level again, and again got beaten by the boss. Because <laughs> <laughs> y- you find, like three of these huge monsters at once and then surrounded yeah. by lots of smaller monsters all are constantly attacking you, right? Yeah. So um, we should explain what this game is first, right? So <laughs> it's like third person and uh, I think we predicted like from the trailer because we, we were thinking like is it dual stick or something? It's not. And it looks like it was kind of more like a lock-on kind of firing game. And it is. Mm-hmm. So you hold down R and you lock onto enemies and you can hold down Y to fire. X is your secondary weapon Mm -hmm. and you can choose your weapons at the start you can choose your loadout like you can do a submachine gun and a shotgun or like a laser and a rocket launcher or Mm -hmm. whatever usually X is the slower weapons Mm -hmm. and Y is your you've got infinite ammo kind of weapons and then on the touch screen you've got like two buttons you can do when you charge up a a gauge you can like fire like just like a crazy like barrage of missiles Mm -hmm. pretty crazy and if you if you couldn't work it out but like if you hold it down um like for a long time then you kind of like get surrounded by this blue ring and if your other party members get in the ring Mm -hmm. and press their blue button on the touchscreen at the same time then you do like this triple team attack which is like this massive like laser beam which can like kill pretty much anything (laughs) it's really really cool yeah so that feels really good like really good kind of co-op kind of feeling to that is awesome and uh, there was another button on the touchscreen. I can't remember what that did. The gold... There was a blue one and a yeah. gold one. I can't remember what the gold one was. I think I
3: used the gold one at least once. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. I think it's just
0: a powerful attack. Isn't I it? think something so. Like
3: and it's not... I mean, it's, again, it's not something that you can just mash, mash and no, use no, no. all the time. One other kind of cool thing that they did, too, it's like sometimes when you're... Like, they did this a couple different ways. Like, if you're going up towards, like, a cliff, they'll make it so if you need to climb, you press the A button, and it'll shoot, like, a, some kind of a zip cord up and do that. Um, also, too, if you're fighting some of the monsters, sometimes if you get really close... Well, you can do, like, a melee attack mm-hmm. with A. It's right. like, kick them. <laughs> like a roundhouse kick, which is kind of funny. <laughs> <laughs>
0: you can kick your friends as well, but
3: you don't do damage. Yeah.
0: There's no friendly fire yeah. out of all apparently. So the zipline thing, I think it was... It's kind of like just to get to the next area, isn't it? But yeah. It's kind of like... It's,
3: it's, fun it's, way. It's, it's, it's just like a prompt, but I mean, it's better than just fading into black, yeah, you know, like true. that. True, yeah. But you can actually use this in, like, one of the boss battles, too. Oh, yeah? Because I was fighting one of the bigger bosses, and, like, somehow I got up close to him, and I was able just to use it, and it pulled him down to the ground, and he's, oh, like, nice. kind of sitting there. And Well, it's like,
0: because it's a Lost Planet sl- spin-off, right? Lost mm-hmm. Planet is all about the zip line thing, isn't it?
3: Oh, is it?
2: Oh.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's where it comes from so it's probably just you know a little reference to that probably hmm. that's why they kept it in but yeah it's cool and yeah definitely it looks good no slowdown no at all even with huge enemies on the screen really well animated
3: yeah I mean the cel-shaded, it's cel-shaded too and it just yeah it looks amazing
0: yeah it's kind of like I don't know fancy star fancy online that's mixed with t-
3: Francis Star on Francis Star Online, <laughs> thank you.
0: Mixed with, like, Gears of Wars, mixed with, you know, just, I don't know.
2: <laughs> Jet Grind Radio! Jet Grind Radio, yeah, yeah,
0: I guess so. <laughs> but very, very cool. Um, but um, it's weird how they they just came out cold and said, this is not coming to the West. Yeah. Which is kind of strange. It's, I mean, this would suit, like,
3: anyone. This I mean, Yeah, this is something I think Western gamers could really get into. Yeah. I mean... It's a shooter. It's it's not like super complicated and it, it works really well. This is something that you don't really see much like on the 3DS at all. Right. And like I was just thinking, because I like we mentioned, I did get to play you know the English version of Monster Hunter 3 Ultimate today, and I kept thinking while I was playing that I was thinking, <laughs> why the hell aren't these 3DS. controls like they are in X Troopers? Right, right. Because it's like so fast and fluid and. To me, Monster Hunter is about, like... I mean, yeah, it works. That's true. and It has its wonky little things. Terrible controls. (laughs) Yeah, when it comes to, like, attacks, it's like... I don't know. I guess, in a way, it's kind of realistic because you wouldn't be able to just keep swinging and swinging at, like, the speed that you can actually push the button
0: i can actually open a can of cola before you know i press the y button and i've already drank half my can before it lands at the, the attack on the, an enemy <laughs> <laughs> stupid anyway but like um you know when you're holding that r to lock on it feels very zelda-ish in yeah. a way because i think is, is it b if you press uh, right and b Mm-hmm. then you'll dash to the right, dash to the left. That's and right. right. And you can you just, like, boost around people. Almost like Metro Prime, almost. Yeah. actually kind of reminded me of that, how you can
3: kind of jump dash to the right and jump dash back and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And even, too, if you, like, press, you know, forward, too, you can do that forward. Yeah. If you hold it, you just keep doing it.
0: It's like a, like a uh, what do you call it, jetpack on mm-hmm. your back, and you can just boost around and yeah. move around really quickly. It's very cool. So there's no, like you know, annoying, slow, galloping around a (laughs) massive field. You can just boost wherever you want very quickly.
3: Which, I mean, uh, that's... ah, okay, I've said this many times. I am not, like, the best monster hunter out there, but sometimes it just felt like, you know, (laughs) you're just chasing this monster around, and sometimes it's just annoying because, oh man, he slid all the way to the side of the stage, or (laughs) he flew all the way over there, and I have to go get him. Put up my weapon and then run, and then pick up my weapon again, and Yeah. Uh, maybe I'm just doing something wrong. And if you out there are just really thinking that, well,
0: okay. you don't get it, Danny. You know, you're just, not a monster hunter. I, That's what they're saying,
3: probably. And it's true, and it's probably always going to be true.
0: But if you don't like Monster Hunter, like me, then Ex Troopers, X sorry, X Troopers is the game for you. Really, really cool, and it's it's weird. Like, why would they? localized monster and not this this is like so much more western friendly apart yeah. from the lack of online yeah um, but, I actually had a chance to talk to the, uh, the game planner of this game and uh, I asked him, I kind of <laughs> gave him a little bit of shit for this because <laughs> um, uh, he was watching me play and he was giving me some tips and stuff and uh, I said you know it's really cool and I like the, online, uh, the the co-op play but you know not all of my friends live nearby you know it would be nice to play this online and, he's, and he just said please get the PlayStation 3 version then <laughs> <laughs> it's like well I don't have a PlayStation 3 but thanks for that anyway
3: <laughs> he's like wait for the Wii U version oops
0: <laughs> <laughs> no Danny's be. joking <laughs> yeah, by the know. way <laughs> 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 so um, yeah is that all the Capcom games that's
3: it yeah List all the (laughs) Nintendo related ones. Yes, yes. except for the Wii U version of Biohazard Six that I played that I'm not (laughs) supposed to talk about. That's not true. We can we can too
0: quickly talk about Biohazard Six. I I played uh, a little bit of Mercenaries and uh, yeah, lots of fun. And I of course I asked him about the Wii U version, and no one at Capcom could tell me even if they knew of that it even started production yet. If they even
3: knew what the Wii U was.
0: No, I mean, I think they were being honest when they said they they literally, they just didn't know. They did not know if that process had even started yet. So, um, yeah, if it has, it's, it's a secret to <laughs> most people at Capcom. <laughs> yeah, I think Matt told me the same thing. He had no idea. Um, so, yeah. Who knows? They've got some like DLC planned or something, so maybe once they've done that they'll get around to it. <laughs> yeah.
3: Actually, you know, I was really wanting to play this today, but by the time I went around to the booth, there was like a 50 minute wait. Well, first they broke down 20, I was like, yeah, cool. But I was like, wait, they're right at the board. Maybe they're going to like take time off, but then they put more time on. I was like, how can that jump from like 20 to 40? <laughs> I don't Did know. Did they have that like,
0: in the Capcom
3: Capcom uh, like the uh, media booth, you could
0: play that without it waiting.
2: Oh my
0: god. I played it in an air-conditioned room with like, you know, three people in there. You mean the hotel? Yeah.
3: What the...
0: Danny oh. fail. Anyway. <laughs> um, Stupid
3: Monster Hunter grabbing my attention just sitting on the table.
0: They also had Okami HD.
3: Though. I saw that.
0: With uh, move move support. Looks good. Good, and uh, so Namco Bandai. So this was uh, <laughs> bit of a surprise actually, because in Famicast uh, fi- Fifteen, we said we read out the list of um, you know systems that are going to be at TGS, and I think I said we would we you would have zero mm-hmm. as would we, but it turns out then they sent out this press release that there was actually going to be two uh, games at the show. Um, they were going to show Tekken Tag and Tank, Tank, Tank. And then when we got there, there was an additional... There's another two games um, uh, that were there on the Wii U. Um, the Orochi Hyper, and what was it called? Uh, S-
3: Sankokushi 12, S- or S- Romance S- of the Three Kingdoms, Romance 12. The Kingdom.
0: So there were actually four Wii U games there. So this was awesome. Like you know, I was complaining that we wouldn't be able to play the Wii U before we bought it. <laughs> but actually, yeah, we did. So... Jump straight into Tekken Tag. They were only had the, the, what do you call it, the mushroom mode? They had the trailer running on loop, you know, <laughs> showing the uh, the characters. So that was my first experience at the Wii U um, playing on Tekken Tag Tournament 2. It's a tongue twister. Um, so yeah, you could see all the you know the Mario, Luigi, Bowser, Peach, Zelda costumes, Zero Suit, Samus as well. Hmm. And they had a sheet telling you which characters did have the Mario costumes, because not for every not for every character. Like if you press Y, it tells you, it gives you a list of like four costumes, and like the the fourth one was always the Mario, you know, universe uh, costume. Hmm. And there's that big fat guy. What's his name? Bill or something or Bob? Ted. <laughs> I think it's Bob, and he's wearing the you know big Mario suit, and he's got like a little fake Mario nose Noah, <laughs> yeah. plunked on top of it and stuff it's kind of funny the the costumes did look good but like it did look a bit kind of like and un- tacked on i guess but like there was a bit of clipping between like you know the joints and stuff and like especially the dresses like on the girls it looks a little bit weird like it kind of reminded me of like melee but not even as good as melee you know <laughs> like you know polygon wise mm-hmm. look very uh, low polygon but um but it's it's fun to have those moves. and the mushrooms you know it kind of adds a little fun twist to it you know the poison mushrooms take damage off you and stuff Um, and then I played tank 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 which was literally exactly what I thought it would be (laughs) I mean honest to god this game is a pile of shit I swear to god like (laughs) seriously like all you can do is move forward and back and left and right, and and you use one button A, like even on the gamepad. Every button L R A B X Y, everything does the same it's thing. It's because there's Fire. not enough buttons on it, man. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ!
3: And it's not like they have a touchscreen on that or anything. Uh, don't get
0: me started. And it it does look like an N64 game. Come on, <laughs> maybe an an, an an expansion pack N64 game, but still. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you made that distinction <laughs> there go. yeah yeah extra 4 megabytes make all the difference awesome <laughs> but um, god yeah I mean Dan said he had fun with this but like jeez all all I was doing was just holding down one button and there was like there was like three power ups you know a cannon and a machine gun and a rocket and it was just so simple I mean it does look like an arcade game sounds compelling like, yeah <laughs> if it's any more than 5 dollars this is a rip off yeah <laughs> But um, yeah, I played it on the gamepad, so that was that was cool. I Only guess. on the gamepad, not on the. Yeah. No, the 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 booth babe that I was playing it with, she had the whole TV to herself, and I was like craned over the gamepad like an idiot, and <laughs> playing on it, squinting. But <laughs> no, no, it's a uh, it's a beautiful screen. I, I do like it, awesome. Uh, but not, it, nothing looks good. Tang, 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 not look good on anything. So. <laughs>
3: Except um, for on the Super Nintendo.
0: Yeah, that was look awesome Super FX chip for the win. And <laughs> uh, Namco Bandai did have a very awesome game, though. And that was Project Cross Zone, or oh, not X-Zone, as most people might think it would be called. For some reason, in Japanese, X is pronounced cross. Um. <laughs>
3: Except for when they're hopefully studying English.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, Cross Zone, yeah. Danny, you like this game, right? This yeah, it
3: was, really cool. it was
0: really cool. I liked it too. A lot of fun. I'm not really a strategy guy, but... Yeah.
3: Yeah, me too. I mean, I honestly, I haven't really played any RTS type of games in ages. But what's really cool about this, it's, it's a really good mix of... You know, you have these RTS elements. You have all of these different characters from different games and stuff like that on the screen and you're, at least in the demo, I'm pretty sure you're, just, you're just probably the same. There's like yeah. zombies and ghouls, mm-hmm. you're like in a graveyard yeah. and, you know, I'm trying to remember some of the teams, um, Chris and Claire from... Oh, I wasn't in a graveyard. Oh, really? I was in like a town. Okay, yeah. well, I, I was in a graveyard. Okay. <laughs> um But, you know, then like Mega Man... Um, Bass, maybe, um, you know, just a bunch of like you know a really good variety of characters that were on your team. Um, I think Dante too was one of the characters I got to play as.
0: I had, I had you had and Ken. Oh, really? I had cool. Had, um, Jill Valentine and Chris Redfield. That's yeah. And right. loads of anime-looking guys that I had no idea who they were. Seriously? Yeah, <laughs> I,
3: I kind of had a couple of those too. Yeah. But um, yeah, I, I thought you know, like I said, it's the RTS stuff. That's pretty you know straightforward. It, have any idea what an RTS kind of game is? It's not that hard to figure out, um, but when you're actually doing the battle for the RTS, it doesn't take place like on the typical screen. It kind of goes yeah. to like goes a to 2D a yeah 2D plane, and you're basically inputting. It's kind of like a 2D fighter. It kind of reminded me a lot of like Marvel versus Capcom, especially because you're crossing so many different you know franchises and right, stuff right. like that together. And um, but.
0: To be clear, though, that the teams are always the same game, right? So That's it's right. like, it's Ryu and Ken. It's never Ryu and Jill
3: Valentine, right? Mm-hmm. It's always they, the same game. Well, I did have, like, Dante and what's-his-face from... Oh, my God. Someone from not his game. Definitely not his game. Oh, right, okay. What the hell? Uh, Greg Leahy likes this game. Ghouls and Ghosts, Ghouls and Goblins, oh, okay. that, the knight. Yes. Uh, Arthur? <laughs> Arthur. <laughs> Maybe it's Arthur. I think so. Conan? <laughs> <laughs> Alright, okay.
0: That's cool. Um, because Dante doesn't have anyone else? Possibly. I don't know.
3: But yeah, I mean, that, that was pretty cool, so.
0: Yeah. So, it's kind of like advanced wars for most of it, except you're not on like a, a grid. Well, it is based around tiles and grids, but mm-hmm. it's like um, only when you're moving does the grid appear. And you can just like, and it'll tell you where you can move to. So um, you can just walk around and just bump into an enemy, and then it'll say if you can, you want to attack it, you press A. Mm-hmm. So you can choose to attack whoever you want. Um, there were other options, like sometimes I could press A and R for a different kind of initial attack, but um, mm-hmm. I didn't uh, quite work w- out what that was. But maybe if you go from the side or behind, you can do different attacks to start. Yeah, well. because I noticed
3: that you know the computer would take their time and like go beside you or behind you Mm -hmm. sometimes if they could yeah and not change it and actually too whenever you get attacked usually you have like three different choices Mm -hmm. of something to do
0: (laughs) yeah yeah yeah. it's like right and b up and b or down and b and they would all do different attacks like with ken ryan ken it was like right and b did their fireballs
3: i mean even before that like that before that like actually on the rts map oh okay like they'd They'd attack you, and it says, like, maybe it's some kind of, like, defense that you've used. Yeah, it is defense. It's it's, it's something about, like, the experience. um,
0: You could use experience points to defend yourself, or you could just not defend yourself and lose more health
3: or something like that. Right. But you still had a chance to retaliate. Yeah. Not as long as what you did for, like, an attack, but you still had a little bit of time. But, yeah. And there was, like... There was a
0: little bit of st- story elements going in there. There was a little bit of a uh, chat on the, on the map screen, right, between mm-hmm. the enemy, which was like a, a woman, right? Oh, In mine, it was a, a woman dressed in black, like a black bikini. Really? That she was the enemy, and she was commanding all the, the you know the ghouls and stuff, hmm. the monsters. Actually, it kind of reminds me of aliens from Alien. <laughs> <laughs> like, kind of, what do you call xenomorphs. Mm-hmm. You know, those kind of looking like alien people. But, um, I'm sure people have seen screenshots by now. Oh, maybe you're looking at one right now? <laughs> 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 on, on the MP4 stream. But, um, yeah, it looks really good. And you can rotate, uh, even though it's sprites. Like, like the, 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 the world map is 3D, poly- polygonal 3D. But, like, all the characters are sprites. So you can kind of rotate it. But the sprites themselves don't rotate. So they're always from, you know, one angle. And you can actually zoom really far out. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't look like pixelated or anything it's got a really cool like the artwork's obviously very highly detailed so mm-hmm. when you zoom in and out you know looks awesome yeah so you can you can zoom in and out pan it left right whatever you want so um, mm-hmm. you, you definitely feel it feels more 3d than like an advanced wars where it's always the
3: same angle yeah of, and even know. with like you know like you said the character all well, the sprites rather mm-hmm. um like they're not Super, super detailed, right. but that's—I don't think that's
0: the point. But when you go to the attack screen, they are detailed.
3: Yeah, yeah. I mean, even then, it's not—it's not like super clear still. Yeah, well, I don't—I don't think so. It's like I don't know, Street Fighter Alpha two kind of level. Yeah, I think. but it's like—it seems to me that it's not. It's definitely not because oh, 3ds is weak sauce; it can't handle this. its, it's nothing like that. It seems like a stylistic type of approach yeah. yeah, yeah. To me. So, if you're I
0: mean, a fan of the Street Fighter two, you know. Or like Alpha Two, that kind of like that kind of artwork. You know, you're gonna like it. Yeah. Um, if you want like you know 3D polygons, then maybe you would not like it as much. But yeah, I'm so personally a fan of 2D art. Yeah,
3: yeah, and I think it's really cool to see some characters in 2D like this that you would never ever have seen before. Yeah. Like you know, Chris. Yeah, you know? yeah. Chris <laughs> in 2D. Yeah. yeah, I mean that's crazy and awesome at the same time. You kind of
0: want like a Resident Evil platformer now, don't you? <laughs> Using that like artwork, doesn't you know, it's pretty cool. But yeah, I definitely like the super attacks. Like um, you, you you occasionally get like the choice of a super attack, and it's like you you know maybe we've seen these on trailers and stuff. Like you know, Ryan and Ken's like the overlay looks like a Street Fighter Four animation. You know, it comes like polygons, and it's like you know, it's a pre-rendered thing, but it looks amazing. You mm-hmm. know, and every character has one of those you know special animations, so it looks pretty cool. And se- and maybe at least two of them, I think. Yeah. I saw quite a lot of uh, variation there.
3: Yeah, and one thing too, I mean, the voice, or the the game does support, like, there's a, quite a bit of voice acting in it actually too. Oh yeah, yeah. Which, and it's all pretty well done. Yeah. So.
0: And, uh, I, I can vouch for the, um, the Street Fighter ones that were very authentic. Mm-hmm. But, um, Jill, I don't know what Jill Valentine's supposed to sound like in Japanese. I guess she was the, the same actress, but I, I couldn't tell you. <laughs>
3: yeah, so uh, geez, the only game I've heard in Japanese, Resident Evil game, is what? Revelations, but I okay. change it to English. <laughs> <laughs> right.
0: Oh, yeah, I guess Jill, Jill is in that, so we could find out. But yeah. there you
2: go.
0: Let's move on to level five, which obviously always have a huge booth at TGS, and this year was no different. So, um,. One of the games that they were highlighting a lot was this Fantasy Life. Actually, their booth was surrounded by Fantasy Life posters and stuff. There like, were
3: so many demo units for Fantasy Life. I mean, I
0: think... DVD they were giving out. Yeah. with The trailers on had Fantasy Life all over it. And it's like, yeah, they're really pushing it. Yeah, so I, I, I didn't play this. This is mm-hmm. one, one of the few level fire games I didn't play. So, so what, what kind of game is it?
3: <laughs> uh, it's kind of like an action RPG kind of thing, action RPG, kind of um, like Zelda, but like more customization, okay. it seemed like. Um, like at the beginning of the demo, you get to choose, basically create your character, choose boy or girl, uh, do a Zelda lot. as in Phantom Hourglass, Zelda? Or? I mean, not Zelda like, <laughs> <laughs> no, like a traditional, like, you know, okay. action Zelda game. Okay. In that, you know, but then, like I said, with some different elements and stuff too. But like I said, you get to basically create your character. Um, you know, choosing different faces, and you can make him fat or skinny or whatever. I made my guy fat just because his belly was like sticking out of the bottom of his shirt a little bit or something. <laughs> so, but uh, then like after you do all that, then there's you know, the, you, you talk about a lot of different stuff with this, these guys, and you choose kind of like what like factions you want to be, and like what kind of class type of thing you want to be. Like, you could pick like nothing, but I just pick, like some kind of knight of some city in this mm-hmm. uh, kingdom. And um, what's cool, because then, like, after you meet, like, your master kind of guy, he, like, gives you some armor Mm -hmm. and stuff and, like, a sword. And he's like, hey, man, I have a quest for you. I want you to go, like, basically beat these bad guys up. Mm -hmm. And so you get to – and then he gives you, like, basically a person to run with you, like a partner. Some girl who's maybe trying to be somebody. Kind of like what your guy is. It's just, you know, trying to create a life in this fantasy world. (laughs) (laughs) fantasy life, I guess. (laughs) But um, actually, it's kind of funny. I mean, it's it's really colorful and it's really cute. Mm-hmm. Um, when I was on my way to fight like these bad guys, like going through like this forest, there were these sheep just walking around, and I just went up and just started attacking them.
0: <laughs> as you do, yeah,
3: we, yeah, as you do <laughs> with A and just like beat the crap out of them. And it just
0: I don't know, it felt you, like to get meat
3: from it or something. You you can get like potions, items, and stuff like that. Right. Um, but that, yeah, that was pretty good. And Is it
0: at all Animal Crossing-like at all? Is there yes.
3: Any, any of There are quite a few kind of Animal Crossing okay. elements. Like, for example, there was an apple tree, and I was like, I'm going to go shake this thing. And mm-hmm. yeah, it's the same as Animal Crossing. You just go Ooh. up to it, press A, falls all the way down.
0: So Zelda meets Animal Crossing. Right? Yeah,
3: because then there's okay. also fishing in there too, and it's really similar to um, huh. Animal Crossing. Maybe a, a tad bit more advanced, but not <laughs> much okay. more. Um, I snapped my line trying to catch a damn fish, <laughs> but, you know, hey, whatever.
0: Animal Crossing is getting everything. It's like yeah. Tomodachi Collection has got yeah. fishing and stuff in there, right?
3: Yeah, so I mean, this is kind of like Animal Crossing meets like a fantasy, well, a fantasy world. Animal Crossing is a fantasy world, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, like a, some kind of a fantasy setting with like knights and stuff like that. So, awesome. I don't know. What, what I played is really good. I really enjoyed it.
2: Cool.
0: So, let's move on to a big one. Um You want to talk about that
3: first? It's a big one. Rather than Layton, Okay, go ahead. (laughs) So, James, this is James, no, I'm just kidding, this isn't James' new favorite game. Maybe it would be. So, you know, there are uh, quite a bit of Inazuma 11 stuff at the show this year, and there are two (laughs) playable demos, and actually one that I played that I I really enjoyed is uh, Inazuma 11 uh, Strikers 2013 on the Wii, and... One thing that when I first started, you know, going after the demo, I asked the guy. I was like, because he gave me the, you know, classic controller pro, mm-hmm. and I was like, is this the only way to play? Can we can we play with the nunchuck and you know controller? Like, no. And <laughs> well, he said no, just play with this. I don't know if he thought I was trying to say can I or is it. I don't know. Cause it's so loud and
2: yeah.
3: <laughs> you know, it's kind of hard to communicate, even English, Japanese, whatever. <laughs> but um,
0: I'm getting deja vu from like. Was
3: it last year the first version of this was out there yeah that 's right, and i don 't know I, you know i didn't I, i'm not really sold on the idea of like anime soccer <laughs> to be perfectly honest, but what what I did like about this is there was a really there were quite a bit of uh, like i guess kind of like simulation elements that you would maybe find in some kind of like a traditional soccer game with some kind of crazy anime stuff like all of a sudden you're taking the ball up the pitch or whatever the hell you yeah. want to call it <laughs> the football field yeah oh, no, um, you're right pitch <laughs> <laughs> there we go but anyways then like all of a sudden the defense like hits some special button and then <laughs> he like pounds me into the ground or if they're you know the they demon appears the, yeah or if they have the ball all of a sudden he'll kick it and it like does some kind of a rolling up thing like yeah. a tire on my stomach and knocks my guy's ass out of the way, and it's just ridiculous. And the, the game, the game I played, ended up like zero zero tie. Um, but I, I was getting a little bit better as I, you know, played through. It was actually quite a bit of fun. And uh, Danny,
0: kind of, Danny, of course, meant to say nil nil draw.
3: That's, that's exactly what game. I did say. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it was enjoyable. If I can get this game for free, I'd play it. <laughs> <laughs> But I mean, God. It's so that's
0: Strikers 2013, which I think right. is it the second or third Wii game? There might be a couple more. I know there's I one know. in Europe. They released like maybe the first one in Europe, hmm. but this, yeah, this is like maybe the third one. I think it's the third. One. Yeah, and I played the original one, which um, I remember getting bored of because it was just too easy. Hmm. You could just like hit the win button every minute, <laughs> I was beating the computer like twenty to nothing. So um you you played another Inazuma game?
3: Yeah, actually on the 3DS there's uh Inazuma Eleven Go 2 and it's like Stono or Chrono Stone.
0: Or yeah, like that's that. weird.
3: It's it's not what you
0: think. It's like mide and something else weird. It's yeah. two Japanese words and anyway. it's not yeah. simple example like dark and light. Yeah, <laughs> I mean cuz
3: like the previous like Inazuma Eleven Go that came out last December right. it's like yeah, ancient Toka, and, yeah. like some other <laughs> oh, Minori, Sh- shining or something? Yeah, Minori just yeah. told us in the Yeah, it's like bit, ancient, right? dark, and shining. Yeah, you'll yeah. hear that and be like, "Yeah, exactly." <laughs> but um, this new one, I I don't recall the two names off the top of my head. But you know, it's the same type of thing. It's kind of you know yeah, pulling the Pokemon, versions, yeah. you know, doing like that. And um, oh, Mega Man, they did the well, same thing. There you go. Sometimes three versions. <laughs> <laughs> Christ. But um, Jesus, man, this game is weird. First of all, you're it's like this medieval kind of setting. For a soccer game. So it's different from the anime? I, don't anime I have is... no idea. I mean, do they, do they in anime, if they have some kind of a segments where they're in medieval times wearing armor and carrying swords, <laughs> and then, like, basically what... Time I, travel? <laughs> maybe, I don't know. It, I kind of saw that and I was thinking, what? I just <laughs> wanted to play soccer. I'm sorry, football, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> um, so, you know, then I was like, kind of just going through, and all of a sudden the bad guy appears. He's like, let's fight! And, of course,
0: they... With a ball.
3: Yeah, they take out their, you know, differences on the soccer pitch. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like, you know, it's not like on an actual, like, field of grass. It's like a cobblestone courtyard.
0: <laughs> you yeah, know? the first versions of football were played like that.
3: There it is. There you go.
0: It's historically pig's accurate. Pig's <laughs> bladder. Oh, God. There you go.
3: Pigskin. But they were using just a real soccer ball.
0: Not authentic, and nope. medieval. <laughs>
3: but yeah, the, I thought the controls for this were absolutely terrible. Um, you're okay. I, is it I was like
0: touchscreen
3: using the touchscreen. I was I was assuming because you know after playing and being surprised by the you know the Wii version, where it's a lot of fun, it was played just kind of like a, you know traditional kind of soccer game. Mm-hmm. But this is just weird. Like you're using the touchscreen, guiding where your characters are going to go, and then once they get there, then you like let's say you. Cross and you basically bump into somebody. Mm-hmm. It gives you like a couple of different choices, and usually, if it's somebody who's coming at you, like if you're on defense and somebody's coming at you, it gives you the choice to either dive to the left or to the right to try to stop them and steal the ball. So it's like a them. quick time event, kind <laughs> of. But I mean, you could take all the time you want. <laughs> um, and then sometimes you have like a special move that you can do, um, depending on maybe your character or whatever. And I don't know and. I, I think I ended up losing like three nil, and then I was like, "I hate this game." I don't know. So it's like a
0: strategy game. It, it's
3: that's almost like, like plays what like a, it? almost plays like a strategy game, but that's moving like in real time, as opposed okay. to like you know taking turns. And it's weird. It's you just, have
0: encounters.
3: Yeah, you actually have encounters. It's like a JRPG kind <laughs> on of on the pitch, and it's I, I just didn't like it at all. I, I have never played any of the DS or 3DS games, so I have no idea if they're like this too. <laughs> if they are, I would really suggest making a change. <laughs> but then again, too, I'm you know these things sell enough to make That's damn crazy. near yearly iterations. So so
0: those two games, they weren't even the only two. There was like another one, like one, two, three. Yeah, Inazuma 3 was also there, right? That's, That's right, but it wasn't
3: playable. Oh, it just had a video. It, yeah, it just had it in video form. But basically, yeah, Inazuma Eleven One, Two, and Three are going to be all in like one 3DS cart. Yep. Here in Japan.
0: By the way, you should check out Nintendo World Report's YouTube channel for all videos of all of these games, by the way. Trailers and stuff. Yeah. Just a quick plug <laughs> before I forget. <laughs> um, so let's move on to the big boys. Um, Leighton. So Leighton 6, aka Civiliza- Super Civilization A. Yeah. Um, did you play this? Yes, I did. Did you play this, yeah? Yeah. So, yeah, they had a very lengthy. Demo. Actually, I had a nice, like, long playtime with this. so Maybe it just wasn't busy when I was. No, there. No,
3: actually, when I went there too, because um, the other game we're going to talk about here after this, it was extremely busy. Yeah, and I, not not busy. Oh, well, I mean, I busy, waited like uh, <laughs> ten or fifteen minutes. But right. for this one, I just got to just go right there, and there were several empty mm-hmm. game stations. And you know, it said, "Yeah, this is a ten minute demo," but I was there for at least fifteen or twenty minutes.
0: God. Thankfully. If if anyone went on Saturday and Sunday, they're going to be so pissed oh. with us, because they're going to be waiting hours for these games. We only had to wait 10 minutes. Yeah. Know, big and then, deal.
3: Hey, and then, even if... Okay, because I'm going tomorrow on a public day, I'll just flash out my badge and hope it gives me some kind of clout.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
3: Crush kids'
0: souls. <laughs> I love you for that. So, um, um, I, I don't think I managed to complete this. I got, like... But, uh, anyway, let before we talk about that, let's the controls you you said it's exactly the same as Layton 5 the the one that hasn't or almost is out in the west that's right not quite i mean um, 3DS one
3: honestly i haven't really played any of the previous layton games so i have no
0: no i've played one of the original DS ones um the pandora's box and yeah it's very nice the 3d because um, obviously you can't touch the 3d screen mm-hmm. so they've had to you know Think of a way around it, so you you move you pan with the touchscreen mm. and it you know manipulates the three D screen. It's a little bit weird. It's kind of like you know you're touching somewhere to you know affect a completely different area.
2: I mean,
3: you know, other but games you do get this. used to yeah, it. Yeah, other right? games do this too. I mean, Theatrhythm does
0: that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Theatrhythm also have to do it, right? it's you know, yeah. another workaround, exactly thing. But um, but I guess you do get used to it. And um, so you're, you're moving the, the uh, looking glass around, and you're touching, getting coins and talking to people and stuff right yeah
3: and basically helping people out it's kind of like Layden. if you read yeah. like some of the impressions on the site like maybe we have a little bit more detail about maybe what yeah. exactly you're doing but.
0: so me and danny we were talking about this and before recording like like the look of this game i mean it looks fantastic I, we think that they have improved the 3d engine right yeah like, it, the characters and
3: exactly it looks i mean it looks yeah it does look really similar to the yeah, the first game, Miracle Mask, but I mean, it, it just looks a little bit better. So yeah,
0: just a little bit more round, a little bit more depth. Or just like I don't know, the colors just like popping out a little bit better. I don't know what it is. More detail in the backgrounds, maybe. Yeah, like the level. Did you play that it? it was snowing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it was snowing, That's right. right? And you just got like that extra layer and stuff. And again, we were playing this on the XL. Yeah. And one thing I did notice that because it's mainly a 2D planes game like obviously like the foregrounds are 3d uh is that right <laughs> or the backgrounds 3d oh the background is 2d planes right and then like the very front you've got 3d polygonal items right right and i didn't notice that like i lost the 3d sweet spot a lot because uh, mm-hmm. like the way 2d planes work like if you're not in one spot then it's like it pops out and it's like you're kind of seeing double images um But because it's not a game where you're moving around a lot, it's, like, it's not too much of a problem, I guess, but, um, I just, I don't know, just noticed that for that game. Um, so, I think I did maybe two or three puzzles in this game, um, one of them was, like, touching, you had to, like, get rid of all of these blocks, um, and not have any left, so you had to, like, but they, all the blocks had the numbers on, so right, you right, had to right. rotate the numbers and then make sure they all disappeared at the same time, right? You, That's did, right. you did that one, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, obviously, you still got the same hint system. You can pay use coins for hints. Actually, they were quite generous. They gave you like fifty coins. Or yeah, they gave you quite a few. You could actually years. buy all the hints you wanted. But, <laughs> yeah. Um, and then it was like this kind of like, uh, the, well, the first of all, the cutscenes were beautiful. Right? Oh yeah. Like, was it, this is the airship? You start off in the airship, right? mm Hmm. And just going over this beautiful city, just, like beautiful animate hand animated uh, drawings that are fantastic. And then you're landing in this this town, which is like you know, like I said, it's snowing and stuff. And uh, then you get to this like ice cave or something, like it's blocked with um, like ice, and you have to like pull a snowman's arm, and it kind of like opens hmm. up a door or something. And uh, again, it's Leighton, Luke, and the girl, I don't know what that Lemmy. Lemmy, um, the lady. Not girl. Remy. Remy. <laughs> <laughs> Probably Lemmy. And she tries to like karate kick the ice open and, and it doesn't work, you know. Um, yeah.
3: Actually, you made it a little bit further than me. I quit playing because I was meeting you.
0: Oh, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> but yeah, I got stuck on
3: that. Did
0: I do an extra? I think I did another, at least two or three puzzles in that. Um, uh, I'm blanking on what the other puzzle was. But, um, yeah, very, very cool. Uh, I couldn't really fathom what the story was about at this point. Um, yeah.
3: I mean, er- early on, it's like there's this little girl, and she was talking about some bad guys dressed in black that she, I don't know, she that she were, like, harassing her or some, something weird like that. And so Leighton was like, hey, I'm, you know, Herschel Leighton. I'm here to save the day, <laughs> you know, or solve the mystery or whatever. And, you know, he just goes and tries to help finds this stuff and I don't
0: know. I'm just trying to get my thoughts together here because I actually played three Layton games and you know, and doing puzzles in all of these games and it's like trying to separate them in my mind. So next I played Layton versus Ace Attorney. So you, the demo had two buttons when you started. You could play Layton or Ace Attorney. It's completely separated. It's not. It wasn't like one thing. So I chose the Layton one. And uh, this one starts a very different um very d- different atmosphere to Leighton Six, this one. It was like very dark and it was I think it was in London. Mm-hmm. And um
3: And Luke was afraid of thunder. Yeah, <laughs> Luke
0: is, so they're in this like spooky old house, like it was just like a house in London and there's like um this uh Leighton and Luke and this lady she looks very different stylistically, so I'm assuming she was from the Ace attorney of the universe. Um, Actually, she was because she she appeared in the the Ace Tony a bit later, but I'll tell you about that in a minute. And um, they're in this room and it's like lightning and, um, you know, again, beautiful 2D uh, animation, you know. And uh, so this little pigeon lands on the windowsill outside the window and it's tapping on the glass and it's like asking to come in. And um, and then Luke says, like, oh, look, there's a little bird who wants to come in. You know, must be afraid of the lightning, you know, and stuff. I'll let him in. And then he goes towards the door, and he, and he just starts to unlock it. And the girl says, no, do not do that. And then, like, in slow motion. And then the pigeon flies in, like, violently. And it's just, like, really, really creepy. The music is, like, really creepy. It's, like, really atmospheric. And the pigeon just, like, transforms into this, like, like, I don't know, like, ghost, devil, <laughs>
3: spirit thing. You made it further than me. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, I didn't see that.
0: Okay. And just, like, and it's this really evil-looking thing. It's just, like, red eyes looking at you and stuff. Like, it was, like, you know, pretty, like, scary stuff, right? And he, like, grabs the woman mm-hmm. and, like, lifts her up and, like, starts to fly out. room. <laughs> And Leighton, like, tries to stop him and, uh, <laughs> and it, And he just, like, knocks him out of the way and, like, knocks Leighton on the floor. How about his hat? Was it still on? <laughs> <laughs> his hat was still on. And it just, like, flies out the window with the girl. And the, and it's, like, um, so you're in this room. And the room that you're in, you know, you now back to the original Leighton controls. You know, mm-hmm. exactly the same control system as what we were just talking about in Leighton 6. Panning around with the, with the magnifying glass, right? Mm-hmm. And even the touch screen looks exactly the same. Yep. The inventory is exactly the same. It's like literally lifted. So obviously the teams are working, you know, side by side on this. And you can look around the room looking for hints. And uh, I picked up a few things, got mm-hmm. a few coins as well. Um, and then uh, you move on to another screen, and you uh, there's another cut scene, and you're going towards the Tower Bridge uh, in London, you know, the the bridge that opens. And uh, you, let me get this right, so you you find this, like, secret uh, entrance by, like, touching the wall, and you go inside, and you're going down these steps, it's really dark, and then you find the girl, she's, like, tied up with her, like, ha- arms behind her back. Chinky. <laughs> and the puzzle involves, like, cutting the rope on a behind her back, right? Mm-hmm. So you, like, you know, choose which is the right way to cut it open, right? And you, and she wakes up, and uh, then there's like a bit of talk, and then you see this this ghost thing in the background, uh, like in the dark. You know, its eyes lit up again and stuff. And uh, yeah, and that was the end of the demo. And then Layton <laughs> Le- came up and bowed, and he said, "Thank you for playing the game," and said, like, <laughs> "You know, look forward to it in the future." And uh, I actually had more time to go back to the title screen and choose the Ace Attorney bit.
3: You know, with the Leighton one, did Mm -hmm. you, like, I played a puzzle with, like, these two witches. Mm
5: -hmm.
0: Yeah.
3: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I just didn't beat that. Okay. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Yeah. (laughs) That was quite tricky, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. What it, was, that related, was uh, that related to? They were telling something? a story about some witches. Oh, just a story. I, I don't know. Maybe is Le- Leighton saying something to Luke or Luke saying something yep. to her. I, I really don't remember off the top of my head. But um, yeah, basically you have these two different color witches. One was white, one was black. Yes. And yeah. Each one has to basically trying to get them back to their own castle. Like you know, the white witch goes to the white castle. The black witch goes to the black castle. But they have like a I don't know what you can call it. it's kind of like a grid, mm-hmm. but well, it's it's a traditional Japanese game. Yeah, yeah. It? There's I'd even like, in in Mario, uh,
0: Mario, new Super Mario Bros. Yeah, exactly. Right? There's a there's a mini game where you have to draw lines, and then Mario's face goes around it, and you get the star. Yeah, it's, it's yeah, it's
3: exactly, it's exactly like exactly this. Game, yeah. But you're just trying to direct these two witches' faces to these castles. Yeah. and... Pretty crazy. Yeah, but you could only like select like these different colors. You don't draw it yourself. The lines are yes. already there, and you're just trying. You're just, just trying to decide.
0: You're turning on and off the green ones or the pink ones. Yeah, there's different
3: color ones, and yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah, so it is tricky. Yeah, it was tricky. Um, oh, so it got interesting right after that puzzle. So it's shame you <laughs> didn't see it. There, <laughs> you can try again tomorrow. Um, Spend more money on hints. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So Ace Attorney, the Ace Attorney section. Started off, it was, like, completely different. So, obviously, i have just been spooked out by that, you know, creepy thing. You've got the headphones on, so you get the full, you know, sound experience. And then, like, Ace Tony is much, um it's quite different. Obviously, the art style is different. It's still polygons, but, like, you know, they've still got the 2D animated uh, cutscenes. And this one, you start off, um I think it's in, like, a museum. It's, like, a dark, dark museum, and there's this, like... A uh, security guard, you know, walking down this uh, hall in the, in the museum, and he and he hears some like um, some kind of fight happening, and he opens the door and he sees this girl battering this other girl with a pipe, <coughs> and she and he sees it in slow motion, and she like lands on the ground, and the and the girl looks kind of shocked that she's done it, like it's kind of weird, like she she did it herself, but like she's like she doesn't know why she's done it, kind of thing, and then it cuts to the courthouse. And this is in 3D, and it's got, like, you know, the little British policeman in the background. (laughs) I I guess this must be set in London entirely. I don't know. But both sections were set in London, so I'm assuming the story takes place. So you got the judges
3: with the cool old-school wigs? Yeah. Awesome.
0: (laughs) Exactly. And uh, you can move around a little bit. But it was all talking. It was so much talking. So much text. And um, obviously, Ace... I guess he's called, is his name? Ace Attorney? <laughs> Ace, whatever. He comes in and he starts talking to the uh, the uh, the suspect, you know, the girl. And the security guard comes in and, you know, the judge starts talking. And then he goes to the courthouse and then it's just like so much text. And it got to the bit where I'm supposed to be choosing, you know, what to ask him. And uh, I couldn't quite follow at that point. And then my time ran out. <laughs> but, um,. Yeah, it's it pretty much, I don't know, I've never played an Ace Attorney game, but from what I've seen, you know, it
3: looks like pretty much standard Ace Attorney No, ca- no I, I have a question about Ace Attorney, because I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm even trying to think back to the demo, because I only played the latent part myself, but, you know, in latent 6, one thing that I cl- clearly saw and remembered that's also in latent 5, mm. this, and this is Japanese stuff, but like, did it have furigana like above all the text in there,
0: um, or... It, I think it did, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah,
3: but that's it's always kind of nice, because I mean, <laughs> sometimes there's some tricky kanji in there and right, stuff, so it's always really nice to have that kind of an option, and I'm really that's glad true. that a lot of games do that nowadays.
0: Uh, Furugan is like the phonetic way to pronounce kanji, which is obviously, kanji is very hard to read if you if you don't know it, so... If you're not Matt Walker. <laughs>
3: <Right>. Or me, <Minoru. laughs>
0: Yeah, so that's Ace Attorney. it um, be interesting to see how these two parts blend together. Um, I I think there was a girl from the Leighton bit in the courthouse. I think I remember. I forgot her name. Remy, <laughs> not Remy, really, but but like the two graphical styles are quite different. Like mm-hmm. the Ace Attorney people look a lot more realistic, mm-hmm. and Layton obviously looks like Layton. <laughs> He's got like <laughs> two dots for eyes, right? Unless you're Luke, yeah, or Lemmy. So, um, Remy. So <laughs> I so there you go. It'd be interesting to see if the stories, you know, meld, you know, together. The trailer shows Leighton and
3: Ace in the same room at one point, so they must have to,
0: you know, cross paths at one point.
3: And one thing, too, I mean, both of us at this point in time, we haven't played Ace Attorney 5, so, I mean, but, you know, like James said, I mean, you can can see obvious things that are essentially just lifted right out of Leighton. I'm not saying that's bad, but I'm just Mm -hmm. saying you can just see that. And it's cool to see that stuff, you know, collaborated together and to make some kind of a final product.
0: The other thing I'll talk about very quickly, it's because uh, it's an IOS game, but Layton Brothers. Um so Layton Brothers doesn't actually star Professor Layton, but I don't know, two guys. I mean they look nothing like Professor Layton. but Mario and Luigi. <laughs> I guess they're twins. Hmm. But they look you know, they wear different clothes, but they're twins, but whatever. <laughs> Should um, they wear the same clothes?
3: <laughs> like the same shirt at the same yeah, time? Yeah. Like or literally. It's... I mean it's one shirt and two guys. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so um yeah, it's v- very graphically different. It's like, you know, flash-based, you know, there's no no polygons, you know, well, for most of it, anyway. I played it on the iPad, a brand-new iPad. You could choose iPad or iPhone. I chose iPad, obviously. <laughs> it looks, looks very nice, very clear, very cool. Um, but then you kind of go into these kind of, like, I don't know, scene investigation parts, and you can kind of move the camera around, you know, with two fingers dragging on the screen. You can spin the... Uh, scene around and you can zoom in and uh find clues and stuff and then at the end, you have to decide who is the culprit you know the, in the one in the scene that I played, it was like a woman that eaten a sandwich and died, and you had to like work out you know she's what? guilty <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that sandwich did nothing to her <laughs> except kill her <laughs> they can still hear things <laughs> so uh, <laughs> So yeah, you had to zoom in and you find like things under the table that she slumped over and you like the receipt, you know, like what it's got written on and stuff. And you collect clues and then you, at any point you can back out and you can choose who do you think the culprit is and then they analyze if you're correct or not. Um I managed to get the right answer first time, but because uh, I chose the chef, because I thought that was kind of obvious, <laughs> <laughs> and it turns out I was right. <laughs> but um, and you can kind of build up cases and stuff, and it kind of stores all these profiles. And it's, it's like set out like a briefcase type thing. Oh, okay. You know? it's got like player card profile cards and stuff and stuff. Yeah, like it looks kind of interesting. But um, I don't think that'll ever come to Wii U or 3DS. I don't know. No. Probably not.
3: Hell, well, oh, you need
0: double-touch, you need dual-touch for for a start, so... <laughs> yeah, well, I wonder if
3: it even come out of Japan, you know? Yeah, good
0: point. Yeah, it's, it's it was completely in, in Japanese, yeah. Japanese language, uh, Japanese voice, Japanese text, so. There you go. I think that covers everything. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, as of the first two days, the business days of TGS, that's mm-hmm. all that we've played, so... Um, We'll come back for a little final segment and uh, Danny can update us with anything else he played on the public days if you managed to play anything. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, then we'll uh, end the show in the next segment. This is already quite a long podcast, so thank yeah. you for sticking around. But there's a little bit more to
2: come.
3: This is Danny from the Famicast. I am live here at the Tokyo Game Show with Ty Sugert, who was a former NWR member back in the day, and he's here in Japan now, and he's going to actually kind of help us out a little bit with TGS. So, Ty, how are you doing today, man? Hey, super good. Good to be here. Awesome, man. Awesome. So, you know, James and I, you're, this will be thrown in sometime after that. You'll be hearing us talk about our experience that we had yesterday on the business days And that type of stuff. But Ty and I are here on the public days braving the ridiculous crowds. Um, But, yeah, Ty, like, do you want
4: to tell me a little bit about your experience here today? Um, yeah. First, there's, like, one huge difference you have to know uh, between E3 and TGS. E3, they don't allow the public in, don't allow anyone under 18 in. And, like, on the TGS site, it said, like, kids 12 and under, free, or whatever. So that's, like, the main difference, like... People just crowd in, shoulder to shoulder, and I hope you like hour-long waits for games.
3: Yeah, indeed, and my God, I mean, there are kids everywhere, and uh, I mean, you know, I like kids, but I mean, Jesus, sometimes I just want to play games and be done with it, right, you know? But anyway, um, so today, I actually got to get my hands on the Wii U for the first time, which was actually pretty cool. Uh, I got to play a little bit of Romance of the Three Kingdoms 12 on the Wii U, um, I mean, what can I say? It's an RTS game on the Wii, which it's a, I think it's a pretty good match. There's some really cool stuff that they're doing with uh, touchscreen controls during the battles. But, like, visually, and also just for a demo of, like, an RTS game <laughs> at something like this, it's just not the greatest venue for something like that. I mean, Ty,
4: do you play RTS games at all? I've been known to. <laughs> but, yeah, yeah, I mean, it, it's not... It's just that sort of genre of game is not really a a good fit for you know uh, a crowded, busy uh, expo like this. Yeah, I totally agree.
3: The only good thing is that they give you 15 minutes every time that you get to you know for every player that get that gets to you know be up on the demo station. So that's cool. But I mean, they only have two demo units, so that sucks. I mean, there were only, like, you know, two people in front of me, but I still had to wait, like, you know, a long time, like 40 minutes or something. But, I don't know, so that kind of sucked, but, you know, it wasn't so bad, I guess. But, uh... So, Ty, what are you looking forward to playing to?
4: Uh, playing, rather. <clears> hmm. <throat> the Phoenix Wright game and the other Phoenix Wright game. <laughs> not not a bad choice, I'd say. Not a bad choice. So, I mean, have you played a lot of the Phoenix Wright games before? Uh, yeah. i played all of the ones that are in English, so... I guess that just leaves out um, the second Edgeworth game. I'm going to buy that and play it in Japanese anyway. Like a boss. Like a boss. That's Mm -hmm. how I do. And I'm going to be definitely, like, fake spoil it on the forums. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Go for it. (laughs) Like, that's been a thing on the forums. Like, like years ago when I was in Japan, I, I was getting the games before a lot of other people. And I would just, like... Post a like a fake spoiler with like a broken spoiler tag, and like some people, including other NWR staff, would be like seriously mad at me that I spoiled the game, even though it was a fake spoiler. <laughs> and I'm gonna do it again, so just so if you're listening to this, you've been warned. There you go, warning from Ty. So you better look out. You're gonna get pissed.
3: But um, let's see. So yeah, I mean, there's quite a bit of Nintendo stuff actually on the floor, um, and just you know, like we said, public days are so. Ridiculously crowded. I think last year on the Saturday, which today is a Saturday here in Japan, it's the time we're recording this, but there was something like eighty thousand people total that day who came to the show, which is pretty damn ridiculous.
4: It's a madhouse.
3: Yeah. And it's you know, it's really not that the weather's not so bad today, but inside the hall it's ridiculously hot and that sucks. But yeah. So Ty, do you have any like closing thoughts
4: about the show that you wanna talk tell us about? Um yeah there's a lot of swag i want to get some swag Mm -hmm. it's definitely a thing i'll be doing
3: awesome i already have a handful of stuff myself and uh, i'm trying to find more and more booth babes to take pictures of to show you guys and maybe if you're looking at the mp4 version of the podcast if you look at your screen right now they might just be scrolling across so
4: oh yeah i definitely want to meet some of those like hot fighting game cosplay girls i've seen around (laughs) at least i hope they're girls
3: Yeah, because sometimes the guys dress up as girls and the girls dress up as guys. It's kind of weird. Or hot, if you're into that. I'm not. I might be. What? Whatever. I'm down. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, and I think that's going to do it for us here at the show floor. Uh, Ty, thank you for coming on and thanks for helping out with, you know, covering the show. Oh, my pleasure. All right, and let's go on to the next segment.
0: Okay, so we are now on the final segment of this epic family cast. Uh, we are joined by Ty and Danny.
3: Hi there, what's good?
0: And we have brought Don Koopman back. Hello. Yes, so this in final segment, we're just going to wrap things up. Um, we're pretty much done with the show now, right? Uh, Danny, you've done a couple of days, I've done a couple of days, and uh ty you're gonna go tomorrow is that right
4: yeah i was there today i didn't play anything but i bought a lot of swag and i'm gonna go back tomorrow
0: <laughs> that's that's very unfortunate coming all the way and uh, not playing anything you no play I, at least one i'm gonna thing. play tomorrow yeah let's get up at five
4: <laughs> yeah <laughs> line for monster hunter it's gonna be not we worth still
0: it. haven't played monster hunter four you know that's gonna piss a lot of people off but you know
3: ty that's your job do? tomorrow man rpgs are for girls but hey, it's not technically an RPG. It's like an action monster hunting adventure. Okay, whatever, dude. <laughs> that's the genre. Yeah.
0: It's like totally like real life or something. <laughs> I think uh, so. Anyway. <laughs> so um, by now, hopefully you guys listening, you've read uh, some impressions on the site. You know, that's going up as we speak. i uh, seen the screenshots, read about the games and stuff. And, um, yeah, please enjoy all of that. So, um, mm-hmm. Dan, have you got any, any questions about any of the TGS games that you've been reading about as an observer? Um,
1: well, yeah, I, I, hmm, I just really want to know how how the experience of, like, Professor Layton and Phoenix White comes together in one game. <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, we have talked about this already, and um, but all I'll say is that, they're very, in the demo, it was very separated. And mm-hmm. uh, I'm a little bit kind of, you know, I'm wondering about how they're going to, like, intertwine those two kind of game styles together because they didn't really try and intertwine it at all in
3: the but, demo. But, I mean, you, I did say, you did say, I mean, you played both of the demos yeah. within the demo and that yeah. there were some characters from, you know, each of the games, yeah, right. you know, kind of intermingling between the, each the, other. The
0: girl was in both sections, yeah. There you go. That's how they do it. That girl. That girl. Oh, i since found out, I've rem- I since remembered her name. She's called Mahone. I told is- you that yesterday. You did? No. <laughs> <laughs> which is, um, you know,
4: a play on Maho, you know, witch. Mm-hmm. So she's, I think she's some kind of witch. I don't know. What'd you call me? <laughs> a magical anime girl that I've always wanted as a supporting character in a game. <laughs> <laughs> Who'd have thunk it? <laughs> um, so...
0: Ty, is there any game that you, in particular, that you wish you had played, or you're hoping to play tomorrow?
4: Oh uh, yeah, Phoenix Wright and the other Phoenix Wright game. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, all the Phoenixes. Yes, Ty, are you a Phoenix Wright fan?
4: Uh yeah, I enjoy the series quite a lot. I did catch the the Phoenix Wright uh, five stage show they had today. Stage okay. show.
0: That sounds uh, intriguing there's lots of
4: women dressed up as phoenix right i wish they basically just had like the producer and the the director come out and talk about the game and explain how the game works and showed like a lot of footage from like the cutscenes and stuff up on the main stage
0: it looks good in 3d and all the the characters are now in like the polygons right they're not
4: yeah and uh like uh they showed like the an investigation scene where you poke around a room, you find the bomb, you find the sketchy guy behind the door, and uh it got a good crowd reaction. Hmm. Do you feel quickly at home?
1: Because I can feel like the art style is very different from the Nintendo DS and GBA games.
4: Um I, I didn't think it was that different. Like, you know, you know like, I, the character, like, Phoenix even had, like, all the same expressions and stuff that he had before.
1: Yeah.
4: Okay. So, I mean, I don't know. It kind of felt the same to me, just, you know, in 3D. <laughs> hmm. well, we You've gone through the same thing with Leighton,
0: right, Danny? Like, yeah. Obviously, Leighton's always been in 2D, <clears> and then that's really us. You know, they made him out of polygons and stuff. It still looks like Leighton. It's just. Yeah, exactly. There's a, it's there's just... a, there's a, there's a little bit of a kind of, you know. You get used to it, kind of thing. But that's right. But yeah, I think the the two 3ds games look really good. I think. I think so too. Yeah.
1: So all, so did anyone? So all three of them are pretty interesting. So the 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 crossover and the two separate games.
3: Well, we well, haven't.
0: Well, we not played. played the Asintini separate one? Yet. Uh, oh, okay. That's but disappointing. But going to kill people and make sure that he gets
1: through that line. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm. I'm Looking forward to hearing about it. All for you, really interest me. Then um, you told me you play Tekken on Wii. U?
3: No, actually, I did, okay. I did get to play Wii U I today. Did. Yes, okay. James did get to, get to play Tekken. Uh, yeah, we
0: played that. Yeah, we talked about that already. If there's any, is there anything you particularly want to know about it, <laughs> not I, really I want to know. I want to
1: know how how the gameplay feels on playing it with
3: like the gamepad.
0: Actually, one thing I didn't say in the last segment was. Um, I saw lots of people doing the kind of the claw on the <laughs> oh. gamepad. You know what I mean? Like um, I know
4: what you mean. Yeah, you, <laughs> you <laughs> like yeah. Uh,
0: should know that. So many Tekken like, players just like
4: just play like that because um, that game requires you to hit like a lot of opposing pairs of buttons. Like I guess on the PlayStation one, it would be like square and circle, or you know, triangle and X together. It, it's a yeah, yeah. you asked to hit on the thumb. But, you know, it's way easier to do that, and you don't—you only need those four buttons, you don't need the shoulder buttons, so it's a really common thing to see.
0: So, the the thing that I noticed about, you know, the Japanese guys playing the Tekken demo was that, you know, they were in this kind of, like, arcade stance, you know what I mean? They were, like, gripping it, you know, like an arcade board kind of thing.
4: I believe mm-hmm. it. <laughs> um, yeah.
0: They, they weren't using the stick, of course, because that would be great. Right. But... um. I don't, I don't actually even think you can even use the stick. I think you can only use the D pad.
2: Hmm.
4: Uh, if I, if, I, if right I get a chance, mm, I'll try I, it out.
1: I, f- uh, I think you should be able to use the D pad, though.
2: Hmm.
0: No, I was saying you can only use the D pad in the demo. Okay, like,
1: only right? use the D pad, okay. Hmm. And
0: uh, another thing I forgot to mention is um, like uh, the, the 3DS version of Street Fighter 4, they've got all the um, pre programmed. Um, combos on the touchscreen, so you can just press mm-hmm. it and then it does something, you know, amazing.
2: <laughs> yeah,
3: <laughs> yeah.
0: Doing any having any skill at all. <laughs> which was good. Like me. <laughs> yeah, me too.
1: Yeah. So they did that also in uh, in Tekken Wii U?
0: Yeah, that was. Yeah, exactly. Okay, yeah, yeah, but Lakin. they did
1: it also in Tekken 3D Prime Edition, where there it didn't really feel like. I didn't feel like using it, because Tekken is pretty easy to understand. <laughs> so I don't really see my using that. That large scale of options there on the touchscreen—I could rather use the buttons instead.
0: It did make it look like a giant um, DS game, though. <laughs> <laughs> Just, like the combos—it was like there were only like four combos on the screen. It was kind mm. of like you know Tekken, the you know the disabled man's edition. <laughs> Just like mash it with your fist. <laughs> I'm,
1: I'm pretty much looking. I'm the only reason why I'm picking it up at launch day is that I can play Tekken on the gamepad.
0: Yeah, that's true. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Because um all the fr- I've played a little bit of the PlayStation Free version of a Friend's house and I think it's really interesting. But just having that on a controller without having a console without having a console active is like that intrigues me. I wanna play this in my bed all the time.
0: Yeah. I wonder if you can play like two player you know, one guy on the screen
3: and one guy on the gamepad. I guess it makes sense, right?
1: I, I guess that makes sense, yeah. I don't know. Here's don't what know. they do,
3: you know. Since there's two analog sticks. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> you turn it
1: oh
3: yeah, so, game no. Pad. yeah you Yeah, show the gamepad. You're looking at it like from the side, and no, there's only would...
0: one game to ever do that properly, and that's Micro Machines. Hmm. I don't know if you guys ever played that. Not...
4: Well, did you guys know? Uh, Super Puzzle Fighter Two on Game Boy Advance. You could play two players on one Game Boy Advance.
1: Oh. <laughs> oh yeah, that's correct. Yeah.
4: So you if you want to step directly the into the Thunderdome uh, there and get yeah, you can
1: do, mm,
4: way, too cl- way too close into someone's personal space, you can play versus on Puzzle Fighter on Game Boy Advance. Sounds sexy. Yeah, dude.
1: And you can also do it with some of the WarioWare games.
4: Oh, yeah.
0: So on a Game Boy Advance, like an original Game Boy Advance, so you're both just blindly mashing your buttons and <laughs> neither of you yeah, know dude. what the hell you're doing because it's just a black oh, yeah. screen to you. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Um, so, Danny, did you play anything today?
3: Yeah, I, I played one game today. Um,
2: okay. I, I Slow mean, clap for Danny.
3: yeah, on the public day. I mean, it's as you know, it's pretty packed. Don has uh, pretty extensive experience at Gamescom and knows how packed it can be when the public is kind of mixed into the equation. Yeah, um, yeah. I, I remember last year I saw some like official numbers. Like I think on the Saturday there was something like eighty-six thousand people who were at least registered or whatever, checked in or something. I mean, that's like, you know, a population of like a whole city in like one, well, a couple of different halls. It's freaking crazy. But, I don't know, I, I today I did try to use my power of the press to uh, kind of get into some, I wanted to play Wii U stuff because, you know, as we kind of reported on and talked about, you know, just, the previous segment that you listened listen to, uh, there were four different Wii U games at the show, and James got to play mm-hmm. two of them. And uh, the Tecmo Koei stuff is kind of a lot of stuff that people in the West didn't get to play. There's actually,
0: Danny, can I just correct you? Do James it. chose to only play two of them.
3: <laughs> oh, there, there it is. Damn. <laughs> there you go. Hmm. Go there on. it is. Okay, um, I'm trying to think about the naming about this one because, like, in Japan, it's completely different than what it is in the West. Like, even the numbers. Like, it's uh, let me think. Of the U.S. name, it's Warriors Orochi Two Hyper, but in Japan, it's like Muso Orochi Three Hyper. <laughs> I mean, it's it's a total mind fuck, and you're like, is this the same game and I'm pretty sure it is.
0: Sounds like Monster <laughs> World-type uh, numbering there.
3: Yeah. So, at, at any rate, I, I didn't get a chance to play that because for whatever reason, like, the line was just completely full of, like, six people, but it was closed. <laughs>
0: that's, <laughs> they have... the, that's the one that's basically like a Samurai Chronicles game, right? I th-
3: uh, maybe I think so. Yeah, because it's I think it's a um, lot of like yeah. really action oriented type of stuff. And um, but yeah, well, I don't.
1: The, the the big difference between like semi warriors and <clears throat> warriors Orochi is that Samurai warriors is more is more combos involved, and the mm-hmm. Orochi series is more actiony.
3: Okay, well wouldn't they they both be actiony in that case?
1: <laughs> well, no, well, no, well the, it means that you don't really have to build up combos to make an impressive feat of an um, of an attack.
3: Okay, so you're just like spanking people with your sword left and right then? Yeah. Just like yeah, yeah. real life. <laughs> okay. But uh, I, I couldn't play that, but I, I did get to play uh, in Japanese Sangokushi 12, uh, Romance of the Three Kingdoms 12. There are 12 of these things. and... Um, yeah. This, this version as good as the first 11, Danny? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> I played them all last night. <laughs> Compare every single one. Well, let me Go. tell you the merits of. No. Um. Anyway, so I guess this game came out earlier in the year for the PC in both Japan and Taiwan. Um, it's, it's a pretty big market for this, you know, in Japan and also in China. It's, it's a really famous, you know, story there. And, of course, in America, nobody really gives a shit. But it's – I guess you could kind of liken this to – in terms of, like, I guess popularity, maybe kinds of like to how – People in the West think of, like, you know, classical battles, knights, and stuff like that. And it's kind of like Japanese people, Chinese people, they think about, you know, this type of series ancient China, uh, these three kingdoms, and romantic things, I guess. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's like
0: a Chinese brave heart.
3: <laughs> there you go, man. Yeah. You, you nailed it. You Minus the Mel Gibson. Plus the Mel Gibson. Um, <laughs> Freedom. <laughs> but anyway, um,. So, yeah, I got a chance to play this, and I, I, you know, kind of like the Odochi game, there were only two demo units, so, I mean, you know, so you had to, and with it, too, you had 15 minutes on each unit, so, that's, yeah, so, you know, you have six people waiting in line, and that's can mark up for, you know, kind of a long time to sit there and wait. So, you know, I was like, man, if anything today, I'm playing the Wii U. I'm not going to go to Tokyo Game Show and not play the Wii U, because this is something I've wanted to try out since I've been hearing about it in 2011. But, uh, so yeah, I waited, and I played it, and, um, one, I mean, it's, one thing about it, I mean, it's an RTS, and it's a demo for an RTS, so, it's just kind of like a weird game to demo at, like, a trade show, because there's, Like for literally over half of the demo, I was like reading text and just going through stuff and menus. Like, okay, this guy is the director of this army. Fifteen minutes is not good for that kind of game too. Yeah, fifteen minutes is not really that great for (laughs) something like this. But uh, yeah, yeah, so I mean, you know, when you're doing all this stuff, going through the text and stuff, you're picking different leaders of your armies and uh, all sorts of different stuff. I mean, it's really kind of difficult Japanese that I didn't honestly understand and you know I, I have romance of the three kingdoms 4 on the super nintendo on the virtual console and i mean it's a dense game even in english i mean i god damn in japanese it's freaking insane it's a nightmare world <laughs> it's a nightmare world but I, I i did eventually get to the you know the battle sequences and stuff like that and um also so too, what does
0: it look like does it look like an advanced wars type setup
3: it just looks kind of just like a to some kind of a RTS you'd find on the PC like okay. ten years ago. <laughs> it's not like super. So you can highlight people and move them around. Exactly. I mean, it's like it's like that. It doesn't. It doesn't look great, but I mean, I'm not like a huge RTS fan, so I mean, I don't really know how far they've came visually in, over the past ten years. Because honestly, I really haven't played an RTS game in the past ten. years.
1: I, I, th- I think the the game that comes close, which we're, the West has a reference to, is Pokemon Conquest. Okay. Uh, because it kind of uses like that same battle system, but I think on the on, on that series, it's a little more advanced and a little more difficult. Mm-hmm. Um, but overall, it, you get the same impression out of it. So people who've played that will feel at home with this one.
3: Yeah, and what what one thing that I kind of liked is that you know obviously with the RTS stuff, you get to use a touchscreen to kind of direct where your units go. Yeah. But you didn't really get to use the touchscreen up until you're in the RTS mode. Basically you're just kind of going through menus and stuff like that hitting the A button or just you know using the slide pad whatever analog stick whatever the hell they call it and you know it's kind of selecting things. But you know you can use you know the touchscreen to direct stuff or you can use the slide the joystick to, uh, you know, select what you're doing, kind of like a mouse. Were, and, were you using the TV
0: at all? Was it just all it, man, was the
3: TV was like a 40-inch TV, like, seriously, like... Less than a foot in front of my face, so uh, I, I was just looking at the gamepad because it was just way too close. But yeah, um, I
0: remember seeing somebody play it, and that like their forehead was almost touching the TV.
3: Yeah, I mean you're really close. It was really close quarters in that like booth. they were so, really cramming
0: it in, weren't they? It's like they really didn't give a shit about that game. It's like just put no. it on the corner, you know? Pretty much,
3: because I mean the PS3 version was kind of had more prime you know yeah, time yeah. spot. Had loads of units the, on yeah, the PS3. and because like when I went into the line, they're like. Yeah, yeah, this is for the Wii U. You sure I want to play it? We have it for the PS3, and I was like, dude, of course I want to play it on the Wii U. And um, but yeah, I mean, like I said, it's you know you can use a touchpad for stuff like that, but the everything that you see on the gamepad is simultaneously broadcast on the TV. Um, oh, I see. So that, that's kind of mirrored thing. Exactly, it's just a mirrored, completely, completely mirrored I, I experience. Can't, I can't
1: understand how you can play it so better with a PlayStation 3 controller than a gamepad.
3: I guess it just depends on your personal preference. I mean, obviously, I think having a touchscreen for some kind of a RTS is badass and awesome. Um, and yeah. Kind of like more realized than what it is in the DS, uh, mm-hmm. because the screen's bigger, and basically right. it mirror. You know, it's mirrored on the TV, so you know that's kind of cool. But um, I don't know. I mean, it, it worked like in terms of functionality, it worked just fine. I mean, I sucked at it, and I accidentally had it in like a really fast mode. So, (laughs) I did that, like, in the text, because, like, man, this is going pretty slow, and (laughs) and it carried over to the battle mode, and then, like, the guys, the enemy troops, just, like, really got up on my ass and just killed me, like, really fast, before I could, really do
0: a lot. does does all the battles take place just, like, um, with the same character sprites? It doesn't go to, like, another screen?
3: Not really. I mean, sometimes if, like, a boss character is doing something special, it shows, like, a still animation of him on the screen, sp- oh, the okay. screen screaming or something, <laughs> um, you know, or riding on a Is horse. Polygono,
0: or... like 3D objects? from what I saw, it all just looked like it's, know, 2D
3: sprites. It's it's not quite that. I mean, if you think about kind of like what RTS games look like, seriously, like 10 years ago, it looks... Age of
0: Empires, that kind of thing? It
3: looks kind of like
4: that, like oh. crappy... <laughs> you know, it's <laughs> like
3: 3D-ish,
4: but it I mean... It looks like crappy no i have a question like how would you characterize the pace of the game did it feel pretty fast kind of slow what would you say Uh, for for me uh, i thought it felt pretty slow but then again too i mean it's an rts
3: but then it's a demo on a show floor so you want to get right to the meat and potatoes but like i said i spent like over seven minutes going through you know menus and just reading trying to read stuff and it was just really slow so. I can't
1: imagine getting an impression out of an RTS game in 15 minutes.
3: Well, luckily I was watching people play, you know, before I did too, so I can get a good idea of people that were actually good at it. Except for okay. the guy right in front of me who was worse than me. Wow, okay. <laughs> but um, And he was Japanese, so I was like, come on, man. <laughs> but, get with the program scrub. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but, I mean, it was interesting, to say so the least, and it kind of showed me, like, you know, if... There was an RTS game that I was interested in. <laughs> um, it, you know, I could see this being a pretty good platform for that. Um, one interesting thing that the rep told me, I don't know. One thing that they did, uh, uh, first of all, they said that there's going to be online play for the Wii U version. Um, the PS3 oh, nice. version going to have it as well. Mm-hmm. But one thing I asked too is like for controllers, I was like, well, obviously you can use the Wii U gamepad because I'm doing it right now. But Mm -hmm. then I was like, well, what about, you know, like Wii Remote and Nunchuck and stuff like that? And he's like, I don't know. But I was like, well, how about the PS3 version? Because does it use a move? And he's like, I don't think so. So that kind of leads me to believe that, you know, hey, there's no, like, pointer controls or um, anything like that in the game. But then another interesting thing that they said, too, I was like, well, what about if I want to play with, you know, just the Wii U pro controller and he's like the guy who told me he's like yeah i think you can probably do that so i was like okay, okay. i mean and then the thing that they said too is like you know hey we're not nintendo so i mean we can't like you know we're not like the you know uh, we can't tell you you know 100 percent one way or any, one way or the other the you know and that's that's fine i understand they're just you know staff they're just working on the show floor so hey but you know some people are more uh, informed or interested than others but um True. yeah
1: Well, I think if you're really dedicated to Japanese games and you're going out for, for example, that Monster Hunter pack um, Mm -hmm. with the Pro Controller included, that you might want to look into more games that utilize that controller too.
3: Yeah, but I mean, with this game, I mean, you can do everything on the gamepad better than what you can with yeah, the regular of controller.
1: Course. Of course, but there are people that like that option. Exactly.
3: I mean, shit. Like, when I got Resident Evil 4 on the Wii, I had a friend that played through it with a classic controller. <laughs> and I kept, like, telling him. I was like, what are you doing, man? We, we played this on the GameCube together. Why are you doing this? He's like, I like it better, man. I was like, dude, you're crazy. <laughs>
1: well, let's be honest. I played GoldenEye with that classic comp- to- controller Pro too, so I'm not going to lie. Okay.
0: <laughs> okay. So I think that about wraps up TGS, right? Yeah. Overall, I think it was a pretty good show. It was a hell of a lot better than last year. I mean, getting to play the Wii U that was pretty
3: cool. Loads of 3DS games. I got to play Theatrhythm yeah. last year, and that was great. Well, you,
1: I think you had a better, better local conference than mine because we barely had any 3DS stuff during Gamescom. <laughs> I yeah, think I, mean, I, I think I just played three. No, four no, four, five Wii U games. No, six even. Six Wii U games, and then two 3DS games. That was about it for me. Hmm. So.
0: X-Troopers was a nice surprise, and mm-hmm. uh, Cross Zone was also very good. So, yeah.
1: X-Troopers, then he told me before like, recording about it, and It was like, I need this more. Stop telling me about it.
3: <laughs> yeah, and thankfully, well, you have a Japanese 3DS, so you can.
2: <laughs> yeah.
3: Okay, guys, let's wrap this show
2: up.
0: Okay then, so let's wrap things up by giving out our Twitter
3: handles and our last tweets. Uh, Danny, go ahead. Okay, I am at DannyBiv, D-A-N-N-Y-B-I-V. One of my last interesting tweets. (laughs) I had just bought lunch at TGS. James and I were talking about this yesterday at this place, and I bought some Domino's pizza. (laughs) <laughs> and I put a, a pick up on, uh, on Twitter, and that was... That's oh, so the
0: first year that was, years have
1: had it. So yeah,
3: I, I haven't had Domino's Pizza in God knows how long, so that was awesome. <laughs> awesome. Don, go ahead. Um,
1: right. My Twitter handle is Nintendan, which is N-I-N-T-E-N-D-A-A-N. And I was talking to Becca Gunn, who is a lovely... Uh, Girl on Twitter, we were talking about uh, Learn with uh, Pokemon uh, Typing Adventure Which is out in Europe now for the Nintendo DS Which is a lot of fun um, So he, she was saying I'm confused, Professor Querty. How does typing the names of the Pokemon Help you? And I said it helps collecting Pokemon for some reason. And then she hmm. said, At least Snap's story made more sense. Quarity is pretty new to, po- to the Pokemon world. And I <laughs> said, Snap is pretty damn mean when it came to judging your pictures, though. Shakes fist. And then she ended with, Oh yes, freaking Boba did us in the cave. Come on and transform already. All the pastor balls. <laughs>
0: Well that was the longest 140 characters I've ever heard. Well
1: <laughs> um, I, I, I had to give the entire conversation even, <laughs> even because it didn't make sense anyhow.
0: So um, my last
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> So my last tweet, um, a bit of a name drop here I'm sorry about this but um, I was replying to James Milky, which people might know from One up you now works at Q games with um, Dylan Cusbert. I was saying thank you and I asked him, uh, I was saying thank you because he took a photo of me, Dylan Cuthbert, him and um, and John Davis, their uh, PR guy, Mm -hmm. and he sent me the picture and I said just thanks and I said which uh, female fighting game character were you mimicking there because he was (laughs) kind of like, (laughs) he was posing like Chun-Li or something in the picture (laughs) and uh, he says it's a secret. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, that was pretty awesome to meet uh, Dylan Cuthbert at the show. Doing that crazy live stream. I'm
1: I'm I'm looking at uh, I'm looking at your photo right now. It's hilarious.
0: <laughs> so Ty, you, oh sorry, I'm
4: at Family Complicated. Uh, Ty, go ahead. Ah uh, yes, my Twitter name is Super Cat Drugs. <laughs> All one word, no funky Super punctuation or anything. Cats
1: drugs.
4: And my latest tweet was just the word swag. Which I've been saying all day. <laughs> yes,
3: Was there and a also uh, attached, to that?
4: attached is a picture of a bunch of swag that I got. Nice.
1: Good news. I'm following you right now.
4: Yes, it's always good news when my internet popularity goes up. <laughs> How does it
0: feel reading out your Twitter
4: handle? Oh man, it, this is <laughs> this must be what it's like to be famous. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Um,
0: oh, I promised Minoru that I would read out his. So, uh, Minoru's Twitter handle is NWR underscore Minoru, mm-hmm. and uh, his last uh, tweet, well, actually, Minoru's been quite good, because ever since um, Andrea Sang stopped, he, he said that he wanted to kind of start translating more news articles into English, like, you mm-hmm. know, at least the headline. Mm-hmm. So, he's been doing that a lot, and you should definitely follow Minoru if you want to hear about, you know, uh, Japanese by, news. By the
1: by, talking about that, I translated the first ever time something from Japanese to English for NWR. Oh, really? Yes. I did it uh, for the web browser article that uh, Carmine Red wrote. Cool. So I used for the first time something I could understand pretty fairly okay to give something back to the audience. Um,
0: one of Minoru's tweets is a, re- a reply to Danny's pizza Saying oh, it's like you're in the US. Yes, <laughs> kind of <laughs> he's got a, I think he had a bottle of Coke and a Domino's pizza and it's like Two yeah, pieces,
3: like, damn it. <laughs> Tokyo
0: <your> game
4: show. That's <laughs> um. how we do. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, 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 well you know, talking to going back to about that because there's how we in and then um she tur- um Carmine turned to the rest of the crew saying, Is this well translated? Minor we said, yep. Yeah. No, um, no false information. Was it was like, yes, I did something right in Japanese. <laughs> Yay,
0: so, uh, me. <laughs> Minoru's got a, quite an interesting tweet. It's not really game-related, but it looks like he's making his own mochi <laughs> by peeling <laughs> edamame, which is soybeans, and ground, grounding them. And <laughs> he's got a picture of it, <laughs> which is uh, pretty crazy. But um, he also translated a news article here. said, Sega's new IP, Demon Tribe... It's coming to Wii U, PSP and Vita. Weird combinations.
1: <laughs> mm. <laughs> yeah, and he, he, and he to... also translated that AEX Trooper is going to get a demo for PlayStation 3 and 3DS, which makes me very happy. Cool.
0: There you go. Okay, sorry we couldn't get to listen listener mail this episode, but as you're probably looking at your uh, uh, music player device right now, it's already quite a long episode, so we'll have to stop <laughs> it here.
1: I like how you say non-specific music player device. Yeah, like saying say iPod, most be- most people will not have an iPod touch. Like, are you listening to this on your Zoom?
0: <laughs> well, I know that's definitely not true.
4: I'm I'm, I'm listening on my Nokia Engage.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm listening to this on my Samsung phone.
4: Um.
0: So yeah, one more thing. If I can do do a little uh, Columbo moment there. Um, oh, okay. That's one more thing. I just got a a message. Um. So this is a, a Megaton, or a negative Megaton. Aww. Megaton? <laughs> um, so this is actually going to be my last Famicast as, as, as a host, because um, I'm actually leaving uh, Nintendo World Report this month. Uh, September will be my last month on staff. And uh, the Famicast reigns, so to speak, will pass over to Danny, who will be the new Famicast overlord from now on. Woo. And um, I do hope to come back as, you know, like a, an occasional contributor, you know, like Matt does from time to time. But um, yeah, I can't promise anything. And the reason being that um, I'm going to start uh, uh, education again, I'm going to be starting a master's course, uh, re educating myself, <laughs> and uh, I just unfortunately won't have any time for uh, Nintendo World Report, unfortunately, because, you know. Uh, even though we only do the Famicast once a month, you know, there is a lot of planning and thought that goes into it. So all of that will be passed on to Danny. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> and I know he's going to do a good job. You know, he, Danny already ed- edits the show and, you know, contributes so much, you know. So it's, I'm sure it'll be a very smooth transition. Hey, I will help. And Dan will help. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, you know, who knows? We might even have some staffers coming over to Japan in the future. Um, I won't say anything because it's, it's not finalized yet, but, you know, who knows? We might have a new Japan correspondent. That'd be cool. But yeah, it's been uh, awesome working at Nintendo World Report. This was actually my seventh TGS this year. Um, uh, mm-hmm. actually my sixth with the site. So, and it, I'm glad it kind of went out on a good one. Um, it would have been depressing if it was, if last year was the, uh, <laughs> the last TGS I went to, um. Because yeah, I don't think I'll be able to go to those kind of events and things like that. So this will probably be my last one for a while. You know, I do hope to, you know, maybe go again sometime down the line. But you know, I can't really plan that kind of thing right now.
3: Public day, it's going to be fun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right.
0: So um, yeah, I do maybe next episode I do hope to come back for at least a little segment. Um, I don't know how much time I'm going to have, but. Uh, Yes, I'll say my final goodbyes maybe next episode, but um, I will not be hosting. Danny will be the host next episode. You should so. be afraid. <laughs> so, with Expect that, nothing. Yeah. So, with that, that wraps up this epic TGS show. And I'd like to thank Danny, as always. No problem. Who is no longer Captain Eshop, he is Captain Famicast. <laughs> Woo! And, uh, Dan, thank you very much for contributing this episode.
1: Thank you very much. And what am I now?
0: And Ty, uh, the last couple of segments. <laughs> Thank you very much.
4: Oh, my pleasure. Been cool having you on. And uh, yeah. yes, it has. <laughs>
3: <laughs> no, you're not answering my question. What am I? What am I now? Huh. Captain Eshop, man. That's uh, yeah. That's, that's Danny's call now. <laughs> we can, there can be there can be there can be two captains. That's silly. I'm not the captain anymore. I'm like the private. <laughs> But but you, on, but you but you are captain
1: of the family cast now, so it can't. I be am Captain, captain America.
4: Backup. Can I be the rear admiral? <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: yeah,
4: that's okay. Okay, let's just
0: fade out while <laughs> you're arguing.
2: <laughs>
1: potato, potato. Okay. Oh, come thank on.
0: thank you for listening, and it has been a pleasure. Until next time, family
2: crew out. Bye. Peace. Peace. GameCube
0: Nintendo, Bible so you can't see up in my window. So do you think that's a, like a good uh analysis of it? Yeah, I think so. So it's a Japanese flip the coin. And ah.
2: <laughs> that, <Jesus
0: Christ. laughs> Danny, have you just died? I think Danny just like collapsed in his chair or something. Danny, if you can hear us.
1: (laughs) Oh, he just said be right
0: back. I I I hope he didn't say like be right back as he was clutching his chest. Like.
1: Be right back.
0: Maybe he really needed to take a massive piss.
1: Maybe we're sure to just continue. Sorry, guys.
3: I was yeah. killing a cockroach. <laughs> <laughs> <No>. oh,
1: <yeah. laughs>
0: Did you hear that? <laughs> That's awesome. This is a life in Japan segment I'll never forget. Did you hear
3: that noise?
0: Yeah, I thought you'd die. No,
3: I yeah, had to jump cockroach. on my wall and hopefully not crash into my shelf and kill this cockroach that was crawling up the wall.
0: Your hand, your <laughs> hand goes through the paper walls into the next door.
3: <laughs> Danny Bifford's professional cockroach. God, oh. sorry. It's just so fucking annoying sometimes jesus christ <sighs> to be to be the ultimate it's cockroach of a rush <laughs> you want to be the very best i, I don't not like, like I no one ever will i to see any cockroaches and that's the thing my part is not even dirty man what the hell you know but
0: it's nothing to do with being dirty it's just yeah. you know that's hey yeah
3: it's, it's
1: it's animal crossing <laughs> logic like yeah. you, your house is always Move clean that chair. But, but it's always <laughs> full of co-
3: but it's always but it's always full of
1: cockroaches if
3: you don't pay attention to I guess you right it. I haven't been paying attention there to that side go. of my room so <laughs> Oh god I'm sorry I didn't mean to interrupt everything Just.
0: It's okay it's okay okay so um